Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. We are the Porch Factor. We will add your biological and technological listening to our channel. Your audio device will adapt to the service loss. Disconnecting is futile. Today's fresh favorites. Broad, 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 Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. This is 7600 The Squawk. Here is your host. Drew's face says it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that may be one of the, again, we were back to the subject we were talking about, what, two months ago? Greatest covers ever. I'm sitting here going, I, yeah, I can't believe we didn't get any of his channel in there. Frog Leaf Studios, folks. Holy shit. Hey, dude, <laughs> seriously, though, agreed. Like, I was listening to a whole bunch of stuff in there. Uh, after oh, yeah. you sent me to this, and I actually got a couple for the break music today. <laughs> uh, like, hella good. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Porch Factor. I am Ron. I'm Drew. Xavier. I'm John. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, welcome John, of course, to the show. And our good friend Xavier has joined John in the studio. Why? Because he's working on his car, too. <laughs> tell you there's one thing that john does like hella good he does uh he does his audio good he does his regular job good but he can pretty much figure out whatever's wrong with the car and help you figure that shit out the shit we did tonight was pretty good it was legit oh was it successful though yeah oh fuck yeah his goby rack has a ladder on it and, and you can climb the back of the forerunner now, and then my forerunner's got new uh, lower control, well, lower ball joint boots. Nice. Those are a pain to get to. Yeah. Legit. We managed to get a couple vehicles inspected today. Checks probably, out. Probably shouldn't have passed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so mission accomplished. Yeah, and I just yeah, and I just dropped the vet off at the shop to have a few upgrades done. I'm picking it up right. next Friday. So yeah, ethanol injection. <laughs> I wish. Uh, <laughs> no, right now, this is more about making sure I can handle the go when I add more go. So okay. big brakes. Yes. That and suspension. Yes. So why are we playing this song? Oh yeah. So, it came up from our conversation earlier today, uh, Potter and I. Oh, yeah. Talking uh, about... Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead? A bit bit of current events info, folks, in case you haven't uh, been keeping up. Because a lot of shit's happened even since the last time we were on the air fucking 168 hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, the whole idea of do your own thing if the platform or business you don't like is disagreeing with you well apparently that idea is out the fucking window because people say oh twitter sucks we don't like the fact they're censoring people we'll uh we'll go do your own build your own twitter they did and then google and apple decided okay you're going to run your business the way basically twitter was or we cut you the fuck off you know what the and then amazon did the same fucking thing so we ended up with three of the biggest tech companies on the planet 
conspiring together. Yeah, I'm using that fucking word because that's what it is. Well, this is you, collusion, conspiracy, etc., whatever you want to call it. Fascism. Fascism. Yeah. Next level fascism. But it's yeah, fascism actual, we've actual seen before. Fascism, not actual like fascism. Donald Trump of doing for four years. Not what Antifa. Not what Antifa thinks is an, is fascist. No, it's like anti-fascism. No, like no, 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 use no, no. that Somebody term. This to them, but I'm not sure you know what it means. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. it, the one thing that really pisses me off about it, like next level pisses me off about it, is that it is so much like south park it hurts my face (laughs) like you know how (laughs) simpsons is always telling you know like the future and stuff yeah every day every day like you turn it's like oh literally trump comes down the escalator at trump tower to be president yeah exactly come on now literally is what happened yeah so this one's the same thing you know it's like uh when garrison made the it the, Wait, the, hold on, I'm, hold on. I'm sorry, part, am yeah. I understanding this correctly? You guys don't like the fact Twitter's, uh, you know, blocking all this content? Fuck of no. Of course not. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't want to break, you know, you wanted to bring it down to brass tacks. Got you. You want to get it down to brass tacks. If you want to enforce the rules equally, that's one thing. But they're not. No, but they are absolutely not. No, like the 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 imams who can you know call for the murder of okay. infidels. The fucking Ayatollah of Iran still <laughs> right. allowed to post tweets calling for the eradication of Israel. Yeah, that's and, cool. I mean, he's calling that's for cool. genocide, and that oh, no, motherfucker is so fucked up, right? It's yeah, it's totally cool. It, it's religious. So, that's why it's religious like, freedom. To bring this back around <laughs> to what. Yeah, back to my promo. Promo. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let wait me a finish the friggin' story. Linger longer. <clears throat> to get back to all of this, Apple decided to ban Parler, which was Twitter's competition, from the App Store, unless Parler agreed to run their business the way Apple told them to run their business. So, what, remember, folks, what was Apple's most famous ad? Like in its history, John. Ever, like in the history Xavier. of Apple, all the different, you know, and it's like not just for the iPad or the iPod or or the iPod, any, <laughs> iPhone, any of their products, going all the way back to you know when the company started back in the seventies. What know, is their most famous why. ad? I just remembered the fucking iPhone commercial with the different color iPhone. Well, this is a lot further back than that. Way back. Way back. Hang on, don't say anything. I have no idea. I'll give you a hint. It was a you Super Bowl. Probably commercial. recognize it. It was something that actually Barack Obama plagiarized for one of his campaign ads twelve years ago. It was hilarious. It was actually, years ago. it was back when he was still fighting against Hillary Clinton. All right, here we go. Hold on. Where's is the browser pointing to the correct thing? Of course, it's not. Now it is. Okay, here we go. There we go. Fucking wrong button. Oh shit. A garden of pure ideology, where each worker may bloom, secure from the pests of a Just pay attention, folks, and, yeah. and think at it. Think it at a hundred thousand foot level of everything that's going on in your world right yeah. now. January 21st, 
24th, Apple Computer will introduce Macintosh. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. Here's the problem. Mm. That they put out this ad to show that they were going to break up Big Brother while (laughs) inventing and turning into Big Brother. By the Steve way, Jobs probably didn't have this in mind. I don't think Steve really wanted to go in the direction Apple has gone recently. Yeah. Oh, no, Steve, he's he's rolling around in the grave. Yeah. Steve, like, Steve is looking at all this shit going, what? Somersaults. They, look how they massacred my boy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. Eat it, the boy. <laughs> Poor little fella. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking of the Godfather. Oh, sorry. I was still stuck on the South Park. <laughs> Yeah, that thing. You should have done that. You get the boy. <laughs> Poor little feller. So, um, anybody's been to Hooters, right? No, I don't go there anymore. Okay, not right. Ever since I got a chili dog, and they embarrassed me because when you get a chili dog at Hooters <laughs> and no one's there, all these bitches come running around and they sing to your ass. <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's Are like some serious? weird chili dog song. And I was okay, like, clearly, I just I've... want to enjoy my titty, my my titty dog, my chili dog, and look at some titties. <laughs> that was but... the most Freudian slip ever. Yeah, look at my titty. It's like, hey, we all know it's, it's in the name of the fucking chili. restaurant, folks. I'm not talking about owls here. Can I put <laughs> my what? dog on your titties? You know, no, I got not, to see some titties. But it was a little embarrassing. The O's in Hooters have nipples, folks. That's what I'm saying, though. In case it wasn't obvious enough, I think I know where Hooters got their their colors and their their outfits for that. She does look like she just walked yeah, in yep, from, yeah. Yeah, from a wait for a Legit wait as job. fuck. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you listening in podcast land, we played the 1984. It's literally called 1984 Apple Macintosh commercial, which was a the one that played during the Super Bowl in 1984. Oh, yeah. So February of 1984, I guess, more specifically. So late, yeah, late January, late January, or whatever. Like, maybe it might have been like the day before they released the thing or whatever. But it's like, yeah, I mean, it was like released on Monday and they played it Sunday night or whatever during the Super Bowl. But yeah, so very, Apple's most famous ad. And look what they've become today. The guy Ergo, when she's throwing a sledgehammer into the yeah. screen, what do we open the show with? My favorite Peter Gabriel tune. Sledgehammer, but a metal version of it. Because homeboy, Mr. Leo Moracchioli. Yeah, I guess I think he's up in Norway. Norway. Well, that yeah, explains how Norway. there was another one that I was playing when I was figuring out which ones I wanted to, to pull for the show. There was one he was singing oh, yeah, with his, that version of Country Roads. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. You guys missed it because you joined in after I played it. But one of the intro songs was his, one of his. But there was one with um, this girl that was on there. And of course, both of them look, you know, American as fuck. They both sound American as fuck in standard English, right? Then I find out she's like, she's British. He's from like Norway. Or whatever. So it's easy for them to get to easier, excuse me, for them to get together. It wasn't like he was in Alabama and he got this random chick in 2020 to fly halfway across the planet to come over and just sing on a track. Yeah, even so, England to Norway still ain't exactly easy in the past year. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it ain't exactly easy to do that either. Accurate statement. But yes, that is so that is why we played Sledgehammer. Because we we actually do need a sledgehammer currently, I guess. Yeah. To actually do what, like, Macintosh said they were whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Apple. Yeah, it's and <laughs> Apple's you know, motto: think differently. 
No, think differently and we'll ban you. Correct. (laughs) Accurate statement. Oh, dude. It's it's amazing. I don't even think it's about think differently. It's, it's more about think differently than us. And you're going to risk. Yeah. And you're gone. Yeah. That's what, that's exactly the point. Think differently than us and we will cancel you. Yes. Cancel, cancel culture. What do we need to do to make our own data center? So we can uh, have servers and hosts. Now, there, folks, is again, is, that's a million dollars. Amazon and all these motherfuckers own yeah. all these data centers and all these hosting But in order to start it, no, this is their opportunity to start something yourself. In yeah. order to start it, it would be about a billion, roughly. Yeah. To get, yeah, for the kind of traffic we're talking. Yeah. Well, you'd need to build your own building. You would need to get an ISP that doesn't care. You would need to have all the backup power. You would need to have a, a DR location, which is called a, a, a disaster recovery location. Yeah, you would need to have multiple of them to be able to service customers across the whole planet like signal take signal for example right signal been around for years now people been using signal you know because of its encryption from end to end for communications right and Elon Musk said something about signal on uh, Twitter not too long ago a couple of days and basically took signal down. Because people are like, what is Signal, this newfangled thing? And everybody that's been using it for years is like, fuck, I can't log in. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they just got overrun by new users. Just same yeah, thing that happened with Parler. Yeah. Same thing that happened with MeWe. All of them, they got and, run over yeah. because and people yeah, were leaving. And all these others. Yeah. That, all, the, all the competition all of a sudden is now getting so much business suddenly because the big players decided to be dicks. And now everybody's voting with their feet. And now all the competition is desperately trying to catch up. And the voting with the feet thing has gone next level. Think about this. They reported that uh, that more people have left New York, the state of New yeah. York. No more people have moved out of the state of New York since they started keeping records on it. Yeah. Of all time. Last year was the biggest exodus from that state they have ever recorded. Like mm. New York overall or New York yeah. state, New York it, state, like it, the vast majority, the, the people who are really leaving are the folks who are leaving New York city because that's yeah. where, you know, the vast, the population base of that state yeah. is. But yeah, the majority of people who have left have been from the lower Southeast region. Yes. And the funny thing yeah. is the only, the only borough to make money during it was Manhattan. <laughs> Like, I don't understand how the hell they're making any money because nobody can go to the fucking restaurants or theaters. No, or not, not little companies within it. I mean, just the people that live in it, because the vast majority of people that live in Manhattan own the big companies that have made trillions of dollars over this extra more yeah. than they had before this. It is interesting when you start looking at 2020 and how who made money and who didn't. The only people to make money were the big gigantic companies. Right. Everybody who's mom and pop, you know, trying to. Most of them are gone. Yeah. So what is it? 60% of the ones that did close are permanent, according mm-hmm. to, I think, with Yelp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of all the, the small of all the restaurants and bars that have closed in the past year, yep. 60% of those closures are forever. Like my the company that I started d- during all this, as a matter of fact. Um, it's, it's remote. So it's actually designed with this, not, not this in mind, but the idea came out with it. You know, it's fine. It doesn't impact at all, but I'm on Yelp as well. And Yelp actually reaches out to us as business owners and says, Hey, this, this crazy shit's going down. You know, we're losing this, we're losing this, you know, we're trying to find ways to help you as a company, you know, 
succeed and continue through this, right? So they've given out, you know, free things and things like that. And you think is going to help, but that's really not going to help. Um, but now they're looking at different advertising avenues that they can do on their own and include it with everything they're doing for you anyway. And I don't know what they're doing, but I, I've gotten a serious drive in my own Yelp for my own company. I didn't do anything, didn't sign up for anything, didn't do any SEO, didn't go with AI or anything like that to, to push a different marketing ploy or anything like that. It's just all of a sudden people are hitting up my website 10, 15 times a day. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It was, I was like, all right, well, I don't give a fuck what you guys did, but hey, thanks. Drinks to you. Cool. <laughs> Appreciate oh. you. Mm. Man. <sighs> it's all gone insane. Hey. <laughs> Now, John and uh, Xavier and I living in this area, we hear it on our local news, which is hilarious because our local news is always international and national news. But whatever. Yeah, really. uh, well, the local local news, if you yeah. want to call it news. Yeah. Pfft. Excuse me. The local <laughs> news. Anyway. The only news, good news these days is or the only good news period was Huey Lewis. Yeah, that's the last time I trusted the news. <laughs> yes. By the way, I saw him like two years ago, I think, uh, up at uh, uh, Wolf Trap. And mm-hmm. holy shit, that band is still amazing. They still nice. hit everything. Everything. It's perfection. Still to this day. Nice to see that, that good talent doesn't necessarily rust. And it's like, it's. No. Yeah, it's it doesn't always have to burn out either. It's unfortunately a lot of our favorite artists have come along in the last thirty years. A lot of the voices are no longer with us because yeah. of <laughs> unnecessary reasons, shall yes. we say? Yeah, the unfortunate side of becoming famous, apparently. Yeah, but drugs. anyway, in our drugs, yeah, drugs suicide, drugs, you drugs, name it, drugs, drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, where's my thing? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, son of a bitch! Wrong button. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> if that was all they were doing, they'd probably still be with us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, when you bang a speedball into your vein, it's like, no, you're probably not going to be around that much longer if you start making that a habit. Have a good one. <laughs> no, what I was saying yeah. was, is, <laughs> so yeah. Um, the news that we've been seeing, like, repeatedly is, is probably the most damning of this whole thing. Hmm. And that's the fact that no one is actually going to be allowed to go to the inauguration this year. It's supposed to be virtual. Yeah. The only yep. they're going to have more troops attending the inauguration than actual normal People. citizens. So yeah. let, let me they're get this. There. They're already there. They've yeah, there. yeah. That's There's the like twenty five thousand, twenty five thousand, yeah. thirty thousand troops yep. bivouacked in D.C. right now, sleeping yep. on the fucking floor of the hallway yeah. in the damn Capitol the building. Yep. Congress is terrified that they're going to be. They should be. If you're scared, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If politicians, yeah, it's like, I do think that not only is politicians being terrified a good thing for the world, it's actually funny. Oh, it's hilarious. And I'm tired of pretending it isn't. No, I'm not going to pretend. I've never been pretending. Absolutely hilarious. I'm sick and tired of pretending this is somehow not a good thing. I'm looking at this going, they should be scared. Yep. The day they stop being scared is the day they start getting bold. And start doing shit that will 
And that's what they've been doing and very badly for everyone. Involved. That's what they've been doing basically our whole lives. They haven't been yeah. afraid. What the fuck have they, they been afraid been of? Afraid. They haven't been afraid. So now they're testing it. And like I said at the beginning of this, almost a year ago now, when I was like, you know what? They're just doing that. They're poking and they're poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear. They're just doing it as many times as they can possibly do it. Now, personally, and for honestly, the vast majority of this country, they poke the bear way too many times. Oh, yeah. However, the problem is, is that this right here, this little, this screen, well, screens in front of me connected to this box down here, or this screen right here, <laughs> like my background. <laughs> Very nice background. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember. Anyway, um, those screens right there worked in their favor. Mm-hmm. And what it means is it gave people that would actually do something about something like this or, or something terrible that's going on. They gave them a place to bitch about it on the Internet to other people, to random strangers. They gave them a digital soapbox and said, here and you now go. Now that soapbox has largely been confiscated. Yeah. And that see, that's their problem. That's right? the big danger. Part they gave them the soapbox. And people got on the soapbox and they screamed and yelled and the, the, the government knew they can just do whatever they wanted to do and everything was going to be great and they're just going to bitch about it online, haha, but we're still going to do it. So give me $75,000 for the couch that I want in my office. Okay. Well, <laughs> the problem is now they're taking away the only thing that was keeping the, the, the masses at bay. They're taking away the pressure relief valve. Their outlet. They can't yeah. emote. What are they going to do? They, they did this for months with sports. And what, two months into the lack of sports in this country was when the riots started? Yep. They hadn't even kicked back off with whatever. When did baseball and hockey and basketball and everything else get going again? It was sometime after uh, June. I hockey say. was two weeks, like one week ago. No, 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 no I mean, I heard, or two I weeks. Last summer East when they finished the really season. Took off during that time. What's that exactly? Sport, yeah, sports. Yeah, but again, the riots had started and then sports began. No, again. no, 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 no. I'm saying esports took off before. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying it's I, you couldn't go to the race. It's like, no, okay, my, no. the Indy 500 got postponed to August and then they wouldn't let fans in anyway. Uh, they don't let fans in the NFL. It was like, okay, they started holding races, but they wouldn't let anybody in. So you could only watch it on TV. And now all we're sitting there going, okay, nobody can. I mean, and you couldn't even go to the games and nobody was watching the NBA when they played. That was another wild part that happened last year was the only way to watch the NBA was on TV. And that was the lowest ratings they'd ever had for the finals. Could you, could you like imagine being Roger right now, like watching the numbers and stuff, oh, all of their racist yeah. bullshit got rid of millions, yeah, millions of people watching their thing. Thousands of companies pulled out of yeah. each one of the teams and the NFL as a whole. And then they're now, now not allowing any fans in any of the stands. So yeah. they probably lost a good several billion, maybe a trillion dollars oh, this year. I think the NHL has already said they're, they're going, I mean, they just started the, the hockey season back up and they said, yeah. they already said before the season started, they are going to lose billions. Oh yeah. By doing Easy. this season. But if, if, Roger Goodell is not worried about it. Then you know that there is a cash cow somewhere supporting their bullshit. Or they believe there is one. That's the thing. It's like, we'll see. You know if, what? Did, yeah, did we'll you, see if the cash cow actually plans out the way they think it will. Do you believe that these people are actually impacted by this? I don't. Indivi I don't think individually, they no. I, they could give, they could give, yeah. Like, fuck you to Like, everybody, you saw you know? Twitter's numbers, right? Like, their revenue went. <laughs> 
the day they yeah. fucking banned Trump. What did I say a week ago on the Jerry Jarrett? They've been really low. They've been, but yeah. you know what? They don't give a fuck. Nope. Their numbers have tanked. They you know what, though? What, what did I say on this very program a week ago? Monday morning would be an excellent time to short Twitter stock. And what happened as soon as the bell rang Monday morning? Oh, yeah. 12.3% at the opening bell. Ding dong. Loss. So if and you put, if you, if you'd shorted Twitter stock and bet on them to lose, if you put on them the don't pass bar on the craps table, you just, you just cashed in. You just chinged. And if uh, I had the spare cash lying around to be able to do investments like that, I would have been able to basically pay off my Corvette this week. You know how the, the validation of that is though, when Jack, their, their fuck boy got online you, you hipster Rasputin. Yeah. He got on and said, uh, yeah, we supported, you know, uh, making sure that Donald Trump uh, was removed per, uh, permanently. But then he followed that statement up with the next statement, which was, but it's it's creating a scary precedence about the uh, removing people from yeah. you know free speech environments. Jack, you are the precedent you are fearing here, Sparky. If you want to see where the threat is, look in the fucking mirror, hipster Rasputin. Yeah, but he's he's double dipping. That's how you do it. You know, you you That's you. That's the point. Eventually, he will of- finally get it when a mob shows up outside of Twitter's headquarters. But he's just appeasing. <laughs> he's just appeasing. He's putting a little lever, a little layer right on the top. Desperately and just trying to rub it on the mob away. Keep the mob at arm's length because because he doesn't have up, as many. Se- show up. See, because he doesn't have as much security as the White House. Uh, I don't think people are going to give a shit. Eventually, if, <laughs> eventually, people are going to be like, "You took my money, my money." <laughs> All of his investors will be calling for his head. You I don't think any of them want any conservatives even using their platform. No, that's the thing that absolutely pissed them off because Donald Trump got around the media filter for five years by using Twitter and they absolutely couldn't stand it, that he was using their own platform against them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They definitely just wanted him off of it. He, uh, I looked, I looked through his transcript of tweets. Yeah. There was nothing (laughs) violent or illegal anywhere. Nothing ever mm. inciting violence. Nothing ever coordinating violence. They're like nothing. Like right, if you nothing. got that out of that, you were the crazy ex psycho ex girlfriend that like took and put words in you know the other person's yeah. mouth. Like that's what the media is looking at his tweets. They're like, well, he didn't say this, so that means yeah. That. No, that means it's he a dog whistle. Say it. <laughs> no, here's my favorite one. It's a dog whistle. Yeah. The only people hearing it are you. Yeah. So <laughs> would you be the dog? <laughs> I even tried. I tried to like misinterpret. Like, how would I misinterpret this tweet if I were trying to read it in the worst way possible? I just can't because it just still doesn't make enough sense to be taken that way. You know, the language that they're using is his followers. That Ron, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We were all thinking of the meme. If you're listening to this as a yeah that if if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you go to seventy six hundred the squawk seventy six hundred the squawk dot com and you can watch the actual video of it. There's there's parts that we do it on the video. Yes, we grew up in in doing radio like real like 
you know, terrestrial it, it radio. True. Now that we're doing a, a video podcast. But now we're getting used to it. <laughs> it, it. We're now throwing the visual element into it. It's like, okay, yeah, this is this is more of a the kind of shit you would find on YouTube if those assholes weren't trying to shut us up, too. Yeah. By the way, mm-hmm. X, that's why we're actually here on our own platform. Yeah, because we got we got censored by YouTube our very first episode when we rebooted the show in this format. Really? Because we oh, said yeah. coronavirus. We yeah. mentioned the virus. We actually were reading actual statistics from the CDC, from the CDC. website. <laughs> yeah. At the moment, we got cut. Yep, that's crazy. And, li- and here's the real kicker. One thing I noticed: I was on a layover in Santa Barbara on election night, and I was up awake just past midnight. It was like about twelve thirty or so. Couldn't get to sleep. Fire up the iPad. I'm fire up something on YouTube that I can just play in the background and white noise myself to sleep. On the list of channels that I follow, you know, most recent uploads, half an hour ago. So this is half past midnight. Half an hour ago, our show reappears. So literally, as soon as election day is over in the continental United States, mm-hmm. our show reappears. And it had been, it had been hidden uh, for months. Completely. And we did the show, what, in September? Yeah, it was, like it was either September a.m. too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it was literally like a minute past midnight West Coast time was when it reappeared, with no notification to Ron, who was running the channel, or me or anybody. No mm. notification whatsoever. If it weren't for me being awake at that hour, we may never have seen it. We may never have even known that it was back up. Wouldn't have even now, gone that's to the check. One video that's really on the channel. But yeah, so it's fucking insanity. Anyway. Well, where was I going with that? Here, so I get sidetracked and then I lost it. Let me throw some controversy. Just Uh-oh. stir the pot a little bit. Stir mm. the pot, right? We, so, never do, we never do that on this so, show. So all these companies, <laughs> they're all private like business. Discipline. Yes? Private business. Yeah. Yes. You go to a restaurant today and, um, you know, they feel like they don't want to allow you into their permise, premises and they don't want you as a customer, they can ask you to leave. Correct. Right? So why should all these online businesses not be able to do that? Oh, no. They are absolutely within their right to do it. But their their problem is is that they they trumpet. What I'm saying is that they trumpet that they're doing this because they want to protect free speech or they want to protect the good or they want to protect the constitution and blah, blah, blah. No, they're not. They just want to get, they just want to get rid of, of different views. I'm not worried about them getting rid of people. If they want to get you off of their platform because they don't like what you say, then fine. Fuck them. You walk and you, you, you walk over to another group and do it over there because they are more accepting to it. Like parlor, for example. But the problem is now that they've all ganged up and gotten rid of their competition. This is now a cartel. Correct. This is cartel on a global monopoly, a trust. We've had laws on the books for a century in this country to prevent shit like this. This is this is at a global level. This is the mob at a global level. Yeah. Flat out, the fascist fascist regime. Like and the really and the the even more fun part about this is yes, they're technically private companies, but they are subsidized by our tax dollars to the tune of billions. Correct. That's that's the other big one is that the fact that that the government's got their hands in everything as far as their infrastructure is concerned, then they have to follow the government laws. Take vast sums of our tax money, and then they can still tell us to go fuck ourselves. That's no longer a private company. Uh 
Yeah, I'd say as soon as you take tax dollars, you're no longer a private entity. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 what is known in known in the biz as public sector. Yeah. Sorry, you're still a, you're still a GC at that point. That Very and true. you are you like. So this is partly the 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 consumer's fault. Well, it's probably 99% the consumer's fault, but in their policies and everything, if you read through them, you know, in any one of those groups, they say that your data and your information that you share, react to, comment on, upload, download, everything that you do on there, every record of that belongs to them and you have no say on what happens with it. They can sell it. They can use it. They can, excuse me, blast your name and your picture that's a public picture on the news. They can blast you on uh, an ad for their business, whatever. How long? Huh? Talk about for how long? In perpetuity. In perpetuity. Forever. Forever. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, if you delete it, they can do it as long as they have the backups. They can pull anything from a backup and use it. And you have no legal recourse about it. This is so what happens informed. when you lobby, folks. This is how you, you yeah. just have to be informed. You got to be informed, and you got to know what you're getting yourself into. Well, it's I mean, like we all have access to all these online tools, right? But it's our choice as consumers to use them. Correct. Agreed. Yes. And a, a lot, lot of, of us are making the choice to use other platforms. Like, and then when we do it, they conspire together to destroy that other platform. Yeah. And it, it's they not do it free market forces, but through trusts and monopolies, and effectively. A high-tech cartel. And even these companies that they're now doing that with, those are the ones that are responsible for things like tick that company that didn't want to make the wedding cake for the gay couple. Oh, yeah. That's their right. If you're a racist and you don't want black folks in your in your store, that's fine. If you're a black owner and you don't want white people in there, that's perfectly your right. You can refuse your service to anyone. For but any as soon as you do... The correct way to take care of it is to let everybody on the planet know that you're doing it because mm-hmm. the vast majority of people are going to be like, all right, well, fuck that company. I'm not going there anymore. Yeah, and you're going, I'm going to their competition right next door who are not a bunch of dicks. Bingo. I'm going to give them my money. But if forcing them to do things by removing their rights, that's Gestapo. Yes. 100%. That is tyranny. So you go over to this company that that is, is why don't they make Chick Fil A open on Sundays? Why yeah, really? It? You can by law you can say, oh yeah, Chick Fil A has to be open seven days a week. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's their business. They only choose to be open six days a week. And look how much fucking money they're making. Right. They don't need a seventh day of revenue. No, they just pack that seventh day into all the other six days. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, you got fucking. Well, the fun part is There's folks, two lines really in every one of them. Who the heck is in charge of running their drive-throughs? Because that person needs to be in charge of a lot of shit in Washington. Because holy effing mm-hmm. shit folks that is what i call efficiency right there's like there if there's a long line at one of them it's because there's a lot of motherfuckers i mean there's the one closest to me it's literally (laughs) like the the drive-through is like a spiral and it wraps the building twice there's like two layers of drive-through around the building (laughs) damn that is one lane it's not two lanes it's literally it's you enter the outer lane, go around the building once, join the inner lane, then go through the talk to the person and then the window and then drive the hell out. Jesus. Yep. And seriously, even if the thing is literally here's an idea, five car, 25 cars deep to get through it, you're out, you're in and out in 10 minutes. Here's an idea. Get yourself, <laughs> you know, permission to open up your own 
<laughs> if you have that much traffic, that tells me that there's space for a second Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have two or, here. The other fun you part have- is you only get uh, Chipotle. Every single one that I've ever seen that you know, they're always got a tiny ass parking lot. Yep. And they're crushed. Yeah, I'm going, guys, you need more parking spaces because every time or a drive through, because every time I come to this joint, I'm trying. I'm waiting for somebody to leave just so that I can park like Ch- Chipotle, Chipotle for us locally. X John. So like the one over here by me at the parkway and stuff, there's only two Chipotles. There's the one right here by me. And then there's one over by the mall. The one at the mall, I don't even fucking try anymore. There's one in Woodbridge off of Route 1 in front of um, Build America. Oh, I definitely don't ever go down to Route 1 Manassas, for nothing. Manassas, right by the Walmart in Manassas. It's the one I go to. The uh, Liberia? Yeah. Oh, next to the Walmart, uh, yeah. what used to be called the neighborhood Walmart or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got rid of that good. really quick and redesigned oh, that store. Neighborhood market? Or- yeah, the neighborhood market. market. It's, the, it's the grocery store section of Super Walmart. Yeah, it's green, not blue. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 literally the grocery store section of Super Walmart. So you got Walmart and then you got neighborhood market. Combine them together, you got Walmart Supercenter. Yeah, so this one started as just the, the market center, and yeah. then they expanded that shit because yeah, it was... the neighborhood no. market, and then they're just like, nope, we're doing full-on Walmart. Yes. It's like fuck this. I a, I, yeah, I, I was in Tampa and I had a neighborhood market close to me there. I was like, I went. I was like, yeah, it was that or Publix, and I was just like, all right, you know, Publix doesn't have it. Walmart might, or, or Walmart was a little bit closer, so I went there and I was like, nope, fuck it, they don't have what I'm looking for. Publix always has what I'm looking for. In that I case. love Publix. <sighs> we do actually have Publix up here, but not within Woodbridge. Not okay. Not, so you get it's enough. a bit of a drive, and in the DC area, that means okay, pull your damn fingernails out. Yeah. Especially now. Here's the fun part, folks. Getting in and out of the district is and out of the district is getting even weirder because now they're asking for ID to leave the city. What? They're actually all the different roadblocks for all the people driving in and out of D.C. right now. During that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Right now. And for like the next week. Right, right. Who the hell knows how long? I don't know when the hell they're ever going to lift. You have to have papers to leave. Yes. (laughs) Papers, please, to enter your nation's capital. Oh. And leave your nation's capital. That's the really fucked up part. You want to know the the favorite part about it? What did, guess what Germany did? Oh, boy. Guess what Germany did? (laughs) Oh, dude, I've been laughing so hard for the last 24 hours since I saw this. Germany, in their gloriousness, has decided to make camps. These camps, (laughs) they are literally called camps. These camps are for dissidents who do not stay in their home during the COVID-19 pandemic. Lockdowns. Wow. So if Folks, you're a dissident. So now, if you disagree, with, if you don't live <laughs> in your ghetto. If you disagree if you with the government. Ghetto, and you're not wearing your Star of David, they're sending your ass to the camps in oh, Germany. Oh, my God. Well, they're good at that. They'll probably make soap out of these fools, too. <laughs> oh. oh my god now you've yeah. level like, oh, we're joking about this but it we, is about the most serious thing we've seen in our lifetimes you've reached the porch factor level of comedy I applaud you yeah. sir like, the yeah. depth of my sense of humor <laughs> Jonathan has joined the shit lord oh. <laughs> okay terrific <laughs> yeah but it's yeah. ridiculous it's they're doing that you know and people are like oh Trump's a fascist. Oh my God, it's fascist. Meanwhile, all the people who hate Trump are talking about deprogramming all of his supporters. They're actually using specific language. They want to program his supporters. They want to take our children. 
yes. and deprogram them. They want to take them from us and then yeah. brainwash them. Well, they're already doing that. It's called public school. Yeah, it's called going to school. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why our our daughter does not go to public school any longer. Uh, She's been homeschooled know, for the last year and a half now. Yeah. Look up uh, look up the definition, the Merriam-Webster definition of fascism. Yeah. National uh, socialism. So uh, it's interesting. But uh, you need like... I will go to M&W for you. All right. You often capitalized. A political, a political philosophy, movement, or regime such as that of the fasciti that, ex- mm-hmm. that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dicta- dicta- uh, dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimen, and forcible suppression of opposition. Wow, that sounds motherfucking that sounds familiar. Fucking familiar. Like what's happened right now? That's what we have. That's actually fascism. And okay, boys folks, and girls understand black and little yeah. flags on your shit. This no, making you wear a particular piece of cloth when you fasc- leave your house, yeah. or any time in the world, instead of making putting a star of David on your damn clothing, they make you wear a mask. Right. Think about this, folks. This is the government telling you, in order to do anything in society, you have to wear a particular piece of clothing, or soon you'll have to have your 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 vaccination uh-huh. record. Now you're going to have to prove that you're vaccinated. Papers. But guess what? Papers. If you dare <laughs> to suggest that people have to show their ID in order to vote to prove they are who they say they are, right. that's Ooh. somehow wrong. Oh my you're god! Yeah. Yeah, the other the other definition is a tendency toward or actual existence of strong autocratic or dictor- dicta- dictatorial control. I obviously can't say dictatorial. I Easy just fucked it up right. just there. <laughs> just don't even try. I give up. <laughs> Early instances you're, you're, of you're army dick, fascism. You're, you're a dick, dictatorial dick, system dick, of government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So what happens when one regime takes over all the checks and balances in the courts of our government? What do you wound up with? You wind up with all the power. What fascism? Oh, yeah. going to one person. You mean a dictator? Yeah. When a your 90... vote doesn't count. When your vote no longer matters. What do you got? Who's they're, in charge? They're literally taking a page out of North Korea. Yeah. Oh, and that's the really fun part is you go look at the only people who are attending the inauguration are going to be military people in uniform. Wow. Yeah, yeah folks. We're all looking at this going, man, this should happen fucking quick. Yeah. Like overnight. Just, you know, it just, it was awesome to me. I don't know. Awesome is probably the wrong you know, word. Awesome is not the word I would use. <laughs> it was in its meaning, you know, it's stunning. I had awe. Stunning. Stunning. You know, just to watch fascism come from just below the surface to full swing, full bloom, like, oh, you dissent? Well, then fuck your business. Oh, you supported Trump? Well, we're going to dox you. Here's where he lives. Go fuck him up. Like, that's what the news is doing. They're You're all more likely to be physically assaulted for your political views yeah. in this country than you are for the color of your skin. They're mm-hmm. all in uh, working in concert with one another. That's fascist society. Yeah. Let me... We're- we're the Jews. And folks, if you want to understand why I've been trying to paint Donald Trump as this in the past four years. Hang on. Let me let me show you this real quick, book. just to just to put it into sheer perspective for you. This is what the inauguration is going to look like. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. That picture was taken two days Today. ago. Two days ago. Oh, did you see they, they got some uh, private security guard that was going to work oh, yeah. in D.C.? And he so didn't he, have the correct papers. Yeah. And they tried to say, oh, he tried to do enter with false papers. No, he, was, he had the correct papers, yeah. just not the right ones for DC's bullshit regime. And he had forgotten that he had his, his like, one of his guns and some ammo. Yeah, he had, he had a Glock, and I think they said 500 rounds. He said he had 500 rounds, and he disputed that. He's like, there's no way I had 500 rounds. So, like, now who's telling the truth? Who's making shit up? Yep. Mm. Virginia man, I guess we're the new Florida man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get used to it, folks. Shit's about to get weird. Uh, yeah, weirder. Let me rephrase. <laughs> weirder. So Gosh. on this note, I would like to say, uh, John, you can come hunker in my bunker in six months after it's uh it's gone. And when I say hunker in my bunker, it's because I have decided to sell my home. Yeah. Yep, we're signing the contract on a new home tomorrow. Where are you going to live? Where are you going? Down uh, closer to Richmond, about halfway between Fredericksburg and Richmond. Ladysmith? Glen Allen? Ruther Glen. Ruther Glen? Yeah. Yep. Good area. Yeah. We're living down there next near the in-laws. We were trying to live in the same area as the in-laws, but it's a seller's market right now, so you can make hella good money on your house, but finding another house that is not a brand new build that you have to like sneak your way in there real quick you're going to be hard pressed to find something that you need. There's it's a lot impossible. of mm-hmm. it's fucking hard to get the one, especially one that you would want. And then to feel like you got a deal on it, that you didn't just like sell your soul for a fucking used house with as many issues as yours had when you sold <laughs> yeah. it. Exactly. That's why I still live here at Montclair because <laughs> like I could sell this house and make fucking bank. I have like $200,000 of equity, but what the fuck would I buy? Right. A shack. It'd be, I'd, I'd lose my ass. I'd move in next to this fucker. And, and I'd be like, yeah, there's no way. Dude, 200 grand. I can't buy shit in Irving for 200 grand. You'd be like, oh shit, I got a big ass garage that I can fucking park one car in. I don't, I can't touch the ceiling in my house flat footed. Yeah. But is that worth an, I don't know, dude. It's like if I sell my house, I'll get like 450 for it tops. And then all the houses that are out there for sale more than that are way more than that, way more than that anywhere around here. That's why we got the actual fuck away. Like if I had a good amount of equity in the house, we could almost pay it off with the sale of this house. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't have hardly any equity in this house right now because we just bought it like two years ago. Really, barely had any time to live there. Well, yeah. as as it being your house. as it being mine, right? I've lived yeah. here for thirty five fucking years. But, you know, <laughs> I've been, I've been you staying there as well before I ever met you. Where you what? know you're going to get a hey, good X R- F- F- FYI. Exactly, but X just FYI. If you see Drew talking. Wait until he's done because he can't hear anything that happens on the radio show. So he blocks everybody. And if you're trying to talk back to him, he has no idea you are because he doesn't watch mouths. And Ron, by the way, when you two are cross talking, it cuts Mm -hmm. each other off. If I'm just sitting here listening to you guys, if you're cross talking, it does. It's just the nature of the beast, folks. We try to do our best with the situation we're working with. It doesn't do that for them. Yeah, used to not oh, do it. But you guys just in the minute earlier when you were right before you talked about it, Ryan, it's like yeah, I was getting like one word in three. Yeah, between the two of you, so yeah, that's weird. It's a shame we can't all talk at the same time. Strange. Yeah, yeah. Ron, I was gonna say, I was like, I'd love to come visit. So we can do one of these in person, but I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere near DC. Like, <laughs> no, any time in the foreseeable. If future. you do, bring all of your guns. 
Have you, uh, have you that's the fun at- part is okay. I'd have to go in order to bring my guns. It would be a two day drive up and a two day drive back. So I'd need four days at a minimum just for transpo. Cause I ain't flying with a gun. Jesus Christ. Now what drew I ain't flying with a gun. I'd need two oh, days yeah. to drive up and two days to drive back. Oh, did you see, did you see like United American Delta, all of them? They're not, they're not checking firearms until after inauguration yeah. day. It's, it's like literally it's you know, like everything everything goes crimes to a halt because they're afraid of what's going to happen. And like I will <laughs> say they're, it again. They're if you're their worst nightmare. Yeah. It's not yeah. even like it's going to happen because it's not. They're just afraid of some shit they're making up in their head. It's like real life sphere. Like we're watching sphere happen in DC. Like yes. they're just like making things up in their head and then they're like happening. It, and it's like almost like that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Oh my God! Someone killed the dog. There's a dog out back. Knock it off. My is your, is your window by. open? Yeah, both windows. You know, it's like the fucking sweatshop in here. It's like That's 100 true. degrees. Especially with two humans in it. Nah, oh, you're fucked. Yeah, I, just <laughs> yeah, I haven't turned the studio off in like three weeks, so it's it's hot in here. Hot damn. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yes, made that decision. We're signing tomorrow. Cool. I'm excited. Well, I am excited. Just yeah, share your right. address once, because uh, I go through there all the time. I got a job well, site down. I go to. Oh, like, now the fun on. part is, I know how to get now to Ron's I'm, current house. I'm gonna have to figure out how to get to your new one now. Dude, the <laughs> new like, one's I can easy find your as house fuck. without a map, dude. <laughs> it's like, the new one's easy as fuck. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm gonna have to learn it though. Is my point? It's yeah, like, I, I like, dude, I can find your current house easy because I've been there so many times. You know what you'll enjoy is once you hit 95, you won't actually have to hit any traffic to get to my oh, house. That's true. Yeah, you're yeah, far enough for, outside of the insanity of dc richmond sucks balls sometimes but you know it's, it's what, what, what's it, is, it, is it like 64 or 60 no it's still yeah, 96 goes up to dc it's like 60 no, 95 but what's the cross highway 64 64, 64 yeah, goes out to virginia in, beach norfolk area 264 295 295 64 yeah, yeah. okay 295 is the you know the beltway around 290 uh, around richmond but it's only yeah, this way the one Corner. It's one corner. Okay. <laughs> and there's like 895 connects down to the lower part of 64, but it's toll road. Yeah. So you, you know, no only us, only us as central people with money get to drive on it. <laughs> or you pick, yeah, as a, you can't pick up a slug from the Pentagon that far. <laughs> yeah. So how the fuck are you going to get to work, Ron? You going to like drive north? Uh, probably up 17, but it's more than likely that we won't be doing a whole lot of going into the office anymore. Not to mention, yeah. I'm IT. We moved all of our shit into a data center in Ashburn. Damn. None of our shit's in our office anymore. So, like, our boss is like, you know what? Well, we got to come in the office. I'm like, for what? Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, no. That nice. switch is broken. Let me leave the office and go to Ashburn from Herndon. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> hmm. That now, have, you have to, like, you have to identify yourself to get into a... Um, a data center like you were walking in <laughs> okay i'll stop myself right there like you had to go to the inauguration yeah it's like you're walking into our nation's capital yeah, exactly. you know, they, don't, they don't trust their own citizens what's that go. fucking tell you so my company we build data centers it's something that we do we make a lot of money doing it it's a hot market we're doing a shitload of them and it's right yes you are like the security to get into a data center, even when it's still under construction, it's is insane. fucking unreal. Well, and uh, there's two reasons. Especially, especially if it's for Google. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Google, they think, 
like they're above the government as far as like secrecy and and security concerns. Like Microsoft, you think would be worse? We do a lot of that shit too. But Microsoft is all right. They're, yeah, they're, they're all not right. bad at all. They're cool. And like they have like a hospitality tent where like the workers yeah. can go for Xbox and shit. Yep. Like it's pretty cool. Microsoft data centers are legit as fuck. Google's are also legit as fuck. But the difference is Google, they put a fence up around that thing as soon as possible, and everybody's got a badge with an RFID. You got to scan in and out. I had the same experience working at Google data centers as I did working for the NSA. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty insane. There is is less of a badging requirement to get into CIA Mm -hmm. than get into Google. (laughs) You could like go up to the gate at Langley and they'd be like, oh, do you need to be here? And you're like, no, they're like, all right, well, go ahead and just make this turn here. You do it at Google. And they're like. You know, don't give them guns. God, if you gave those fuckers guns, it'd be murder every day. Oh, every day. Like, dude, I go to like I go to a CIA facility they can't talk about and and like the security guards are cool as shit. They don't have name tapes, they wear black BDUs, they carry MP fives. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you walk up and you're like, What's up, man? And they're like, What up, dude? Turned your phone off, right? <laughs> yeah, dude with an SMG on the and They're like, You got any other shit on you that's electronic? Nope, it's all in the trunk, it's all off. Cool. Don't tell anybody, I let you through. Where's your ID? And like you just show them your ID, and then they give you a visitor's badge, and you're in. You know, you got to be on a pre a pre list. So I got to yeah. get like they do a background check ahead background of time, check. and I'm on a list, and I just tell them my name, and then they give me a visitor's badge, and then they take my ID while I'm in there. Yep. And then you get my ID back. I got to get back their badge when I leave. I love how you say I'm not going to talk about this, and then you proceed to talk about. Well, it. I can't. I can't tell you where it is in more details, but I'll give you like understood. But I'm like, giving us all these details about how their security goes. No. Interfacing with their security at that yeah. point. I mean, dude, like if you Mo- everything. Here, they would you. Everything he just said is on a sign in the front. Yeah, it's yeah. on the and, on on the thing. It says it right yeah. there. So you I need to do get the same info. Yeah. The first time I went to this one particular project site, and. um and I and I got in. They were like, "Just don't be alarmed if someone follows you around." Yeah, I was like, "Okay." And so, like, all of a sudden, you see a bunch of like middle aged dudes in Hawaiian shirts it, amongst all of the construction workers <laughs> with their hard hats, and they're all very clearly, you know, printing. Yeah, and and it's just kind of funny. And then you hear the fifty going off in the background. You're like, "Why are they?" <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, this is the shooting range. Oh, they got a 50 in there. Yeah. Yeah. In the indoor shooting range. <laughs> I want to work here. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck is the backstop they got, man? <laughs> so, like, you, get in there, you get in there and they tell you, like, essentially, someone's going to be your handler and you're never going to meet them. You're not going to know who they are, but somebody will be following you around yep. to make sure you don't fucking do anything stupid. And well, then when you leave, they follow you. <laughs> I left and they were waiting for me to leave in a, in a black SUV. I left and they followed me for 15 miles and then they turned around. No shit. I watched them turn around. Damn. So that's the CIA. Like, yeah, the badging thing. Yeah. Not so bad as Google, but like they definitely want to know like what you're up to. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll go above and beyond to make sure you don't. And they're not, ju- not just sending a drone after you. But Google, like yeah. if you don't, if you're not on the list or even if you're on the list, but you, your badge is expired or whatever, or you don't go there enough. Like there's no fucking way they're letting you in that gate. Like no way. You know, it's crazy as much as I despise them. And as a matter of fact, I've gotten rid of them completely out of my world. 
uh, except for this show. As a matter of fact, yeah, it's really. the only <laughs> page that I about? still have. Like, I hit Google. They're the only, and they fucked us with YouTube, but hey, they haven't fucked us on this yet. This is well, a big uh, fuck you because we use them. Yes. <laughs> talk good about them. Well, that's, that's the thing. Is okay, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this is like Donald Trump using Twitter. It's like, hey, that's, fuck you, assholes. I'm going to talk directly to the American people. Aha, like, yeah, fuck you can't you. say that I said this. No, here is actually what I fucking said. Well, what I was trying to say was, is I got rid of Facebook. I don't have Facebook, my personal Facebook anymore. I do have Messenger for us, but that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, it's that's well, our line of communication. For yeah, and we have other ones, but you know, apparently you can't use them. <laughs> Let's get on Signal when Signal gets the rest of its servers up. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I went to Facebook. I was working for a company that was a dental company, and Facebook had one of our dental um, clinics in facebook you know their place in 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 uh, cali in palo alto so i had to go out there to work on some stuff right well it gets weird there so the only thing that i will give them serious credit on it's probably the third party company that does it but their security was interesting and this is coming from me in the law enforcement background right i'm up there working Decided to go out and take a phone call, not in the dental clinic where there's patients and all kinds of shit going on, right? I go out into the little yard that's like right in front of the building because the interior section is all open air. You go out there and I'm standing there, I'm talking on the phone and like right as I hang up the phone, I go and hang up the phone and I look over and I'm like, oh, hi, this dude came out of motherfucking nowhere, right? Comes up and I'm like, Hi, how can I help you? He goes, Hey, how's it going, man? You know, just where where are you uh where are you working in today? You know, because he's looking at my badge as a visitor's mm-hmm. badge. He goes, Oh, I was like, Oh, I'm right over here with den you know, with the dental thing over. He goes, Oh, cool, man. Well, let me walk you back over there. All right, you done? You were good on the phone. I was like, Yeah, he goes, All right, man. You know, walks me over and talking, you know, how you doing? Everything's cool. He was talking about my shirt. We get back there and he goes, all right, if you need to come out, just have him give us a call and we'll take care of you. We'll walk you wherever you need to go. And I'm like, all right, cool. By the time I was back in and the door was closed, I was like, God damn, I just got escorted. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Just you might happened? have accidentally seen Mark Zuckerberg diddling a little girl. Right. You might have managed to spot that. They didn't really want they didn't want anybody getting eyeballs on what Mark's into. The fucking robot butlers, you know, got some fucking weird kinks. Yeah, they just wanted to make sure you didn't catch eyes on whatever Zuckerberg was up to. I was like, hey, yeah, that little girl who was missing is like, oh, yeah, she was on Epstein's plan, wasn't she? I was like, oh, (laughs) they didn't want you to be potentially a witness. That Zuckerberg dude's creep. He just looked like I said, okay, we got hipster Rasputin who's fucking Jack, whatever his goddamn name is from Twitter. And then you got Mark Zuckerberg who looks like a fucking robot butler. The wax statue of him (laughs) at Madame Tussauds is more lifelike than that motherfucker actually is. I still love that. That That's picture, the picture of, of Zuck on Capitol Hill sitting on the booster seat. Oh, Jesus, yes. I'm like, no way. sits on a goddamn booster seat to sure talk enough. to Congress. Yep, sure enough. He is like, that was legit. That was <laughs> really? not doctored. Yeah. I saw that picture. Oh, yeah. and I'm like, I thought it was That's funny. Just a meme, right? Nope. Zuckerberg on. Yeah. Oh, Folks, this is, what happens when, this is what happens when a nerd with an attitude decides to, you know, get a big head. <laughs> is it a booster seat? <laughs> oh, <laughs> got a booster seat. <laughs> oh, God, fuck. I hate him so much. He's I like fly jets and I lower my fuck. goddamn seat. I got the fucking seat in my Corvette as low as it'll goddamn go. I so put my, my entire back. ass, Zuck. 
I got one ball and it's too big. I gotta put my seat back whenever. <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers on a goddamn booster there you go. seat. Booster seat. Wow. What a piece of shit. You just got put in Facebook jail by a guy on a booster <laughs> seat. Face. face looks like a goddamn pufferfish, like a blowfish. Yes. <laughs> it, it really cracks me up what uh, South Park does with him. Like his character on South Park is hilarious. I haven't watched. Oh my god, it is so good. That must be one of the newer episodes. I don't remember seeing. No, it was like I don't know, four seasons ago, three or four seasons ago. Yeah, again, I haven't seen an episode (laughs) in like ten years. Oh well, yeah. I think like 2009, 2010. I want to say is like the most recent shit that I remember seeing. I haven't watched South Park in a while. It's funny. Make him look ginger, and then they fucking uh, they put some blush on his cheeks. Some rosy it's hilarious. Like Holy they, he, he goes, "What's your style?" You know, <laughs> dude. Like the whole thing is really hilarious. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you, dude. Plex, <laughs> Drew Plex. Oh, no, 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 I've it's got, I've got this on HBO Max. I got that for free as part of my internet package through AT and T. Thank Christ. Excuse me. Like, oh yeah, that's where all South Park for, is for free. No, it's because I'm paying a hundred dollars a month for my fucking internet right. service. They threw it in for free. <laughs> it's free. Yes, it doesn't cost anything extra over what I'm already getting. Ass raped for yeah, anal fisted. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's like seventy five bucks a month for the first year, and then it goes up to a hundred. I'm like, what's it going to go up to next year, assholes? I don't know. They they're taking it directly from Directv though. That's that was the Directv model. Directv and AOL, mm-hmm. those were their yeah. models. What do you guys? Then they own. What are you looking at? Share your screen. What are you looking at? Because you guys are just sitting there giggling. Just click share screen. Go to the Google thing. Click the share the screen button down at the bottom. No, no, uh, it says present. present. Sorry, it says present now. I got turn off camera. Leave call. Turn off present camera. now. And to the far right, you gonna have pres- pre- present now. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Um, a window. Yeah. Then you pick. Here we go. So this this is what we're looking at. If it'll load. <laughs> the hell? What the fuck is this shit? That's why we're dying laughing because I'm like scrolling through these Zuckerbergs and then I get down to this real weird part where they <laughs> when you start diving down the rabbit hole of Google image. Look, look at this fucking Trump image, like with the the weird white hair. That, what I don't know. That that I, shit is hilarious to me. I have no idea. Oh, this is great. It looks like data. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> oh God. Nothing. Nothing gets better. Where's the where's the one of him dressed as a Nazi? I don't know. <laughs> we uh, I bet money Google doesn't show that one quickly. It's like, I don't know, you do Mark Zuckerberg Nazi and it'll show up, dude. If you type Google, anything yeah. that says Nazi in it, they take they've taken like everything re- related to that off. So like oh, of if course. you say uh, Nazi or Germany or something like that, uh, nothing comes up that's related to World War II at all, and that's in Giphy, yeah. right? Well. In Giphy, also, if you like, if you did Nazi or Hitler or something like that, nothing would come up. But at the same time, when they first started doing that, if you type Germany, is when that picture of Hitler leaning back in the chair with his laugh, and it said, "That's hilarious." That one came oh, wow. up. That one came up for like a year after they did that. Now it's gone. But holy shit, it was great. Now, now I'm looking at this going. I was like, "Yeah," because like we're gonna remove any and all search results. I'm like, "What if you're actually doing a fucking paper on them for college?" Or and like, when I was in eighth grade, we actually did a whole goddamn semester long project on the ho- history of the Holocaust. 
The fuck are like you each one at, of John? us was given like a particular either like a like a like a person in the regime or a camp or something to research and then do yeah, a presentation the, on. I actually had Herman Goering. The fix it was, was never it was some weird that. fucking shit. You that was a really weird fucking shit you would learn doing what research. Is, what did X say? Project. I X. said the fix was to remove that all from the school's curriculum. Correct. Yeah. Just deny it. Yeah, pretend it never happened, and all of a sudden, holy shit, it's happening again. All right, John, stop sharing because now yeah, X is enough. behind. We gotta get back to the show. <laughs> X is behind the 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 microphone. We can't see him behind our own logo. Oh shit! Here, let me uh, stop presenting. <laughs> there we go. Now X, go and give it to you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> He's too yeah. small. He's like set, settled down. I set the uh, <laughs> I set my camera to widescreen, but for some reason, it's coming in like. Oh, choked. that that's because that's that's mine. I you, like I have to choked. keep you small. <laughs> red rocket, red rocket, red rocket. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> yeah, on that note, <laughs> and on that note, it's time to end. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we're not done yet. We still got a late start. We still got a ways to go. Little bit, little bit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, yeah. So 7600thesquawk.com, 7600thesquawk.com. You can also give us a call at 833-441-2220. That's 833-441-2220. There's also a chat box right there on the website. So you can chat in the little chat window over here and we can see it and, you know, everything will be sexy and things like that. All right, we'll be back. Check y'all in a bit. Peace. You're listening to the sexiest show that has ever existed. The Porch Factor.
pretty sure the show isn't over. So go get a drink, sit down, shut up, and just wait while we pee. Oh, 
We'll be back, you sexy beast, with more on 7600 The Squawk. We need a sledgehammer. I love this for the intro, dude. Seriously, it's like, I want to use this for the intro of like every show. Now. I love this. Uh, we'll do it until we actually lay down the sledgehammer, right? Fuck yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 7600 The Squawk. This is The Porch Factor with me, Ron. And me, Drew. Now, John is still technically on there, but I think he's saying goodbye to X. So he might yeah. be back. Either that, or he just left himself on the, the the meeting and never turned himself off. But you know, whatever. It's We're just cool. gonna see somebody walk naked past the doorway. In the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, you're on camera. Hey, John, I think you saw your wife. <laughs> it's like that UPS guy. He's over there fucking your wives. Oh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to give us a call while we're on air, 833-441-2220. That's 833-441-2220. Or at 7600thesquawk.com, you got the chat room, chat window up there. You can hang out with us in that way. I so, think I cracked the code for Irish coffee, bro. It's like, forget Jameson, put Fireball in there. Fireball. That is so fireball. not Irish, though. I'm sorry, you get cut off. That's so not Irish. Doesn't matter as long as it's booze. <laughs> touche. Fun, okay, fun fact, folks, I believe it was Pan Am Airlines that actually invented Irish coffee. It was as a way to wake up their passengers on a cross Atlantic flight. So like, hey, they'd been drinking. It's like, hey, it's hair of the dog and caffeine all at the same time. So hey, it'll get them up in the morning when you do like you're doing a layover flight or excuse me, a uh, red eye flight. Flying across the Atlantic in the middle of the night, you gotta wake up when you land and the sun comes up. Hey, fill out your declaration card. You gotta clear customs in London. Oh, or actually, I think it was uh, landing in Shannon, Ireland. It was actually because the Irish landing in Shannon, Ireland. Landing in Shannon, Ireland. I think it was probably back in the days of flying boats. Now, Shannon, Ireland was a huge flying boat port. And now now they all, all they do in Shannon is they do the cross country um, legs. That's the Shannon is the radio on that side. Uh, Yeah. And uh, Gatwick is it, you know, up or uh, Shanwick Shanwick. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gander on Canada, Gander on the Canada or the the West side of the Atlantic and Shanwick on the Gander radio. (laughs) Why do the, why do the transatlantic radio still want you to call them radio? I don't know, dude. <laughs> oh. Hello, right, gentlemen. Andrew, yep. Welcome back. Yeah, we're trying to be Democrats. Empty chairs. Maybe people vote for us. Hi. Who do you think you are, Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> I, I still oh, am trying to figure Christ. out how the hell a man who allegedly got 80 million votes can't get more than 1,400 people to watch a live stream of him talking about what he's going to do when he takes office. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the any kind of engagement. I'm like YouTube couldn't even pad the numbers for him to make it look good. Right. I'm looking at this going, really? Thirteen hundred and thirty people watching I think yeah. <laughs> Your new president. Yeah, this this guy's supposed to be president in a couple of days, and he's telling the people what he's gonna do when he gets in office and he can't get more than fourteen hundred people to watch him on YouTube. 
and I'm sitting here on this ain't on the news. The only way to see it is on YouTube. So not even 1400 Americans. Hell, 1400 right. people worldwide. Yeah. Are interested kind of- in what this whole fucker has to say. And somebody expects me to believe he got 80 million votes on the level. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. So yeah, don't, no, 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 but don't don't you dare question the results of this election. Don't you dare question the legitimacy. No, just shut up and no. take your fucking medicine. So here, here's 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 a thing. Okay, I want to talk about some of the numbers that are out there about this quote unquote pandemic. Like I heard an, a notification earlier today on the news that they tell they said that oh finally the amount of deaths worldwide has topped. 2 million out of 8 billion people. out of 7.8 billion people. <clears throat> so let's do some mathematics. Okay. So that's what two Oh three Oh nine twenty is their actual number divided by 7.8 billion is 2.60 to the E to the negative fourth. So one, two, three, four point zero 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 four. Uh, zero zero so, zero two. Excuse me. Yeah, three zeros that, and then a two. So in percentage, that's really move it up to it's point zero two percent. Yeah, of the world's population has died from this pandemic, and that's if you believe every single one of those reported deaths is actually because of this virus. Correct, and not somebody who got shot or died in a car accident or died in a skydiving accident who happened to have this virus. Correct. So, and there's 94 million cases worldwide. Again, that same reporting you're talking about, right? 94 million cases divided by 7.8 billion people on the planet is 1%. Just over 1% of the world's population. One, Yeah, 1.2% of the entire world's population. Has actually caught this. Thing. Has caught it. And 0.02% of the entire population has died from it. And that's like 2% of those who have caught it. Yeah. That's what two Oh three Oh nine twenty right now divided by 94. I, I would Boom. tell a joke about this disease, but you probably wouldn't get it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked up for a second. Like what? <laughs> I got it immediately. Yeah. So 2% of the people that got it, which is only 1% of the, in, the the entire population of the planet, 2% yeah, from that of 1%. die from it. But it is the most dangerous thing ever. So we, we should shut yeah. down the entire fucking planet because of it. We need to close every business that's not a major corporation. We need to mail in our ballots instead of actually verifying that one person, one vote is how the election is conducted. And how dare you question how it was conducted whether it's fair, whether it's legitimate. Nope. You're out there inciting. Mm-hmm. You're, you're creating an insurrection. They came, they found another word that they still don't know the actual meaning. Yeah, of. They don't understand what sedition means. They don't understand what insurrection means, but Hey, it sounds scary. Yes. Yeah. That's well, it. There was Star Trek insurrection. Yeah. yeah. That was an actual insurrection. It was folks. an actual insurrection. Goddamn starships in that fucking movie. They were shooting movie. people. Actually, like, go back and yeah, watch it. gunfire in the fucking movie. Like, you want to know what an insurrection really looks like, folks? You ain't gonna have five people dead out of a hundred thousand crowd. Oh no, we're gonna have death tolls in the four figures. Yeah, you know what I was thinking? Like, how could you? How could you have like a fair election in a pandemic like nowadays? And what if 
What if you get mailed your ballot and it has it's based on your social security number? Yeah. How do we know that you're actually the person who doesn't steal the mail and just fill it out and send it in? Well, that's well, already happening. That would be that would be like it doesn't happen all the time, right? Yeah. Same well, way. my point is, okay, all you have to do is have somebody who works in the mail, works for the post office, who decides, oh, I know what the ballot envelopes all look like. I'm just going to keep like the dude pulling that pulling every pulling every fourth one out. And Go ahead. Go ahead. John, how they John's, want to. John's trying to John's trying to finish the statement. At uh, um, point. Go ahead. If you vote absentee, you can track your vote. Mm-hmm. You can see when it was counted, right? And and the groundwork's there. Like, okay, I have a social security number, therefore I'm a citizen, so I don't need an ID. Um, I just registered to vote online. Everybody can do that nowadays. You know, it's not disenfranchising mm-hmm. people to expect them to get on an iPhone or someone's iPhone and register their social security number to their address to mm-hmm. register to vote. Don't need an ID for that. Right. They send you your absentee ballot. You vote. You send it in. Yep. And then you can track it to see when it was counted. Correct. Yeah. I think that's a way better system than we got right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That was the point is they decided to change to the system that they did use on the fly. And they didn't actually follow state law. Yeah, they didn't. In the process. This is governors and secretaries of state for the various states arbitrarily putting this into place when the Constitution explicitly says only the state legislatures will determine how elections are conducted in the various states. So what I'm saying is in the next election, like a way that they could actually make everyone happy where you don't need an ID to vote. You don't have to show up in person to vote, but you can still have some pretty good, you know, like, but you have to have a social security number. Well, that's the there's guy. your ID. I'm and saying there's, there's, there's still yeah. ID involved. You're saying, well, you don't have to have an actual ID card. You have to have a social True. security card. True. If you have a number, True. you have a card. If you were born here or you're a citizen, you're going to have it. Correct. If you have a social security number, you had to have been issued a card at some point. Now, exactly. those cards are the least secure things on the planet Earth. <laughs> Just FYI. Very it's, true. My point is, there is a database nothing on who has what number is hooked to what name. Exactly. Yeah. So, and if you actually go through and check, make sure the database is only people who are alive and who are constitutionally eligible to vote, as in they're not convicted felons and have their rights removed from them for various due processes. The thing is, this like when you get your credit run, they run it based on your social. Mm -hmm. Yes. And whenever, uh, say, say after the fact, after an election has happened and everyone had to vote and based on their identification, which was their social and not an ID card. Because then they would have to like go to the DMV and get an ID card, and that disenfranchised people that didn't. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how anybody gets through their daily life without a photo ID. So like after after the fact, say, you, <laughs> say you're doing a recount, say you need to verify the authenticity of a vote. If you have an address, a name, and a social security number, you can verify whether that person was alive or dead. If they were five years old, you know, or 500 years old. Yeah, you, know, like you can verify all those things afterwards because it's all based on a database of the citizens of the country. Yeah, yeah. but they and didn't do that this time around. That's yeah, the big problem. Time, how can they do it next time to where your vote? Next time they're going to they're going to give amnesty to over 20 million illegal aliens. And the next election doesn't matter if they do it on the level because they'll have enough loyal voters to overwhelm everybody. Correct. I don't know. That's one of the first things they want to do once this doddering old fool gets into the fucking White House is, oh, yeah, we're going to throw amnesty up to the yeah, throw up, <laughs> throw it up to Capitol Hill. Oh, my, first my, other favorite, do. my other favorite thing about him was the uh, 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 give amnesty to everybody. And oh, shit, God, you guys 
Fuck. All right, keep going, John. I'm my stroke brain, stroke oh, brained. I was saying backfire. That could backfire. Guess what? People that jumped a fucking fence to come to America probably are running away from the kind of government that Democrats are trying to create. You would hope. I would imagine. On the other hand, I see a lot of people who are jumping the fence because there are a zillion handouts available to them here. Correct. So, so hold on. Let me step in here for a second because I, I was not born here. Yeah. Right. And so I can kind of talk to talk about this a little bit. And I was I yeah. lived in another country. So I, I'll say this. I think that even in the worst case scenario that we can all imagine right now, it is still a better situation than it is back in a central and South American country. Oh yeah. You're you're so, from the DR, right? In a lot of cases, that's not a very high no. bar to jump. Where are you so, from? To be honest. <laughs> yeah, so, but my point is that Z, where were you no from? Matter how, no matter how Guatemala, Guatemala, Guatemala. <clears throat> no matter how bad we say the process could be here for a law-abiding citizen, it is still a better situation for someone that came here from a third-world country. This is true. Yeah. But then think about this: those so people that are coming from. Those people that are coming from, you know, bad countries, countries that are, everything's all kinds of fucked up. You know, they're coming here from Venezuela, right? They're coming here from Venezuela to come over here because it's a hell of a lot better over here. Yeah. What if they start doing, continuing doing what they're doing and it becomes a civil war? But now you're talking about a civil war like Hirohito said. And so there's a gun behind every blade of grass. There Yamamoto, is. But yeah. Yamamoto, excuse, excuse yeah. me. Uh, there's a gun behind every blade of grass. It is way the fuck worse than Venezuela because in Venezuela, they spent the last hundred years removing every weapon from every person's home in the entire thing, except for the government. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. haven't done that here. They're trying to do that yeah. all in one fell swoop and it ain't going to help you. <laughs> That's the thing. It's, 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 Good luck. It's, 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 there's, there's an analogy that goes into how this whole thing works called the boiled frog. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Or Schrodinger. Yeah, being, if you throw a frog into a pot of boiling water, he's immediately going to leap out because he recognizes he's in danger. Mm-hmm. If you throw that same frog into a pot of room temperature water and slowly raise the temperature, he's going to stay in there until he cooks because he won't realize what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, what, it's what we're Stalin. seeing now is, oh shit, the water suddenly went to 210 degrees, and we're sitting there going, whoa, okay. It's kind of warm in here, guys. It, yeah. <laughs> it, this, this, it happened a lot faster than we were expecting, and sitting there going, okay, we went from zero to 60 in four years, because a certain side of the aisle decided they couldn't handle the fact that a, <laughs> a private businessman who wasn't part of the Washington hand-picked elite club somehow managed to get into the White House. And they're like, how the fuck did this happen? We can't control him. We have to do everything we can to get rid of this guy and try not to provoke the citizens into lynching us in the process. Right. They kind of fucked that up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm just saying my point was, you know, these people are, if they realize what they're getting into here, it's, it's very similar what they're trying to get away from there. Yeah. We would hope that they're aware enough. I think that, that, you know, if they were aware enough, they might understand that <clears throat> it probably wouldn't be in their best interests to go full left hard. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Don't go full right hard. Agreed. But I'm saying I look at what normal. I look at what's been t- going on with the black community in this country for 50 years now. And this is people that have reliably voted against their own best interests. A lot of them are starting to wake up. And in the last several years, we've started well, to see a lot of them. Voted for Biden. 
the guy that's like the source of all their problems. Oh, I know, right? It's like, it's like some of them are. A <laughs> lot of them haven't. Church, fuck it, yeah. We had problems back forty something years ago. Yeah. Well, guess who was around forty six years ago? Forty seven now. And yeah. he was always anal fisting the whole yes. time. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh yes. Ah, cat. <laughs> you hear him? Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Jump. Jump up. Come on. Come on, you big bastard. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, there are all sorts of swear words involved in cats. It was like, he was like shithead, fucker, goddamn it, bastard. He's like, yeah, he's like Mr. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Here's your chance, Jonas. Talk. Say what you really mean. Hi, Jonas. <laughs> there you go. There's my screen grab as us talking he's to Jonas. He's cool fur, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a, a bengal. He's a bengal. He's, he's an Asian leopard cat. Yeah. So he's got rosettes like a leopard. Yeah. And he's extremely annoying. <laughs> my uh my orange tabby's gotten elderly. He is now considered a super senior. He's 19. Holy shit balls. He's an <laughs> old cat. He's an old boy. Jonas is 13. I can't believe it. How old is Bo? 12. 12. Okay. I got Rambo a year after I got the Bengals. Or more. He might be 11. I had the FJ Cruiser when I got him, so it had to be after 2010. I got Jonas in 2008. Yeah, we got uh, Toby. Uh, he was already like six or seven, I think, when we got him. Uh, we got him from a, a family on base at uh, Fort Belvoir. Mm-hmm. They had just PCS. They got up there and they had a limit on barracks on base, how many animals you could have. And mm-hmm. they had to make probably, the, I would say, the hardest decision that any any animal owner would have to make. Okay, now I have to get rid of my least favorite or something. Oh, yeah. You got you to gotta pick one. They had two dogs and one cat. And they <laughs> you know weren't going to get rid of one dog just to still have a dog and a cat in a room, you know, yeah, kind of thing. That would so, be a weird dynamic. Yeah. So they, uh, they rehomed Tobe and we got him. And he's been around ever since, and he's still a healthy goofball. Knock on wood, he's just an elderly asshole now. <laughs> he was the most chill cat I've ever seen. He's just like, what's up? I did, <laughs> I did the unthinkable, and I, I went to a breeder and bought a fucking cat. Mm. And that was Jonas. He was he was 900 bucks. I talked him down from a Holy shit. And then when I was there to get Jonas, I saw like they only had one kitten left. And the place reeked like piss, and it was just dirty. And I was like, "What do you want for the other one?" That's how I got them both for nine hundred. And I, yeah. you were just trying so to get the other like, one the fuck out of there. I like called Laura. And I was like, "How much money do we got in the account? Can we blow eighteen hundred dollars on kittens?" And she's like, "You're blowing a thousand. Fuck, go ahead." So like, I was like, <laughs> "That's all you had to say." And I walked home with two pussies. <laughs> <laughs> walked home with two pussies to his third one. <laughs> So I bought oh, them out, yeah. and they just they slept the way I bought them in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And I drove my ass home with them in the back in the exterior. Oh, just west of Harrisburg, I know the place. Yeah. Carlisle, Carlisle. had a real nice car show there, and the place is pretty. Corvettes at Carlisle, yep. Yeah. Big car shows happen in Carlisle. Um, Don't forget the state fairgrounds there, yeah. Huge fairground, like that. yeah, huge yeah. fairground. It's like yeah. So yeah. back to it's my. Funny, uh, I do want to do someday is go to Corvettes at Carlisle, just make the drive up there, and it's like and just basically Woodstock for you know vet heads. But there's so, also like other car shows in Carlisle. They have like oh the yeah, Carlisle Ford, car Ford Nationals and a whole bunch of other stuff. Mopar does a big thing. It's I think regular car reviews. The guy we uh, go the Mopar we did last week. Yeah, go Mopar. 
My first car was a Mopar. It was a Dodge Intrepid. My first two cars were Mopars. Yeah. yeah. One of them got- <laughs> I had two Dodge Intrepids. One of them lasted a whopping nine months in my care until some asshole ran a red light and T-boned me. And he, like, oh, ate it. Ate it for lunch. <laughs> yeah. It was a Ford F-250 crew cab with lifted suspension, big tires, and all that shit. And it's like, it was a four-wheel drive work truck kind of thing. It was- like, ran the red light. was doing 60. I walked away without a scratch. The car was dead. Yeah, and they had that God, truck. Had he took out my car and some poor lady in a Honda Accord in the lane next to me. He fucking took, he totaled three cars in one incident. We saw one today that had fucking three sets of doors. <laughs> it was lifted, work truck, MVB contracting, and they had, it was lifted, mother- <laughs> the truck, had, it was on like 44s, and it had three sets of doors. So you take the whole fucking crew with you in one truck and just do a roof. And X be like... Bro. X be like, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) X loves big trucks. (laughs) No, I saw it. That shit was pretty tight. Yeah. So guy at insurance, we went out and bought another Intrepid a year newer. It was the same exact colors. It's just with newer. It was nicer. So I ended up getting, oh yeah. So now I got keyless entry and a fucking CD player came standard. It's like, oh, nice. (laughs) Yes, kids. We used to have CD players in our cars. Oh, I was just stoked to have that. My first car was a cassette. Oh yeah, mine like, too. Okay, remember the back in the day when you had the tape deck that a little the with tape a little adapter. Cable? Yeah. yeah, it was a little cassette with a wire yeah. coming out. Of it. You plugged it into the Fuck headphone yeah. jack on your CD player or whatever. This is right before iPods came along. And you plug it into your CD player, and you got to have one of those anti-skip forty-five second read-ahead ones, you know, the buffering ones, so that you could like leave it on the seat, you know, driving down the street. I'm good, baby. I'm good. No, yep. I had I had one of those early ones. It was like a CD player slash iPod, where it was a data CD, and then you could play stuff. You just put a bunch of MP3s on there, so you'd have like 600 songs or whatever on oh, one yeah. disc. Yeah, this is iPods before iPods were a thing. It was yeah. the same idea. I just put on iPods were way better executed. All of my songs online because my my one from um, uh, from Alpine, my one in my car from Alpine could read data CDs, right? Yeah. It could read AAC data CDs. So I had my entire library in AAC 128, which was basically the same as MP3 192, which is about the lowest you can go and still be okay with the quality. And I had, I don't know, like 1,500 songs on one disc. (laughs) It was was legit as fuck. (laughs) Well, Kenwood had the keg can, which was the big giant uh, hard drive for your trunk that took the place of your CD changer. Oh, my, nice. my um, mom and dad had a CD awesome. changer. You could put your whole, all your entire shit in like lossless AAC because there was such a thing. Mm-hmm. And then, then iPods came along. We're like, all right, fuck. Dude. The only thing I'm looking for in, a, in an aftermarket CD player is the fucking aux jack. Dude, in my fucking <laughs> That's all we're looking for, just so I can plug the fucking iPod in. So I had, a, I had an oh, Exelon, um, the 25th anniversary Exelon, like back in like 2000. And my wife, she found me one just like the one I had when we met brand new unopened from some warehouse in California. And so then I didn't really know what I was getting. I just knew it was an Exelon and everyone wanted an Exelon. So I got an Exelon, but now I pull this bitch out of the box and I'm like, Oh, it's got Burr Brown converters in it. And the year 2000 it's, it's cased in copper. God damn. It's a fucking nice stereo. They don't make them like that anymore. No, hell no. Mm -mm. Damn. So So that's the one in the garage. I put it, in the garage, I got an under din thing, and I got a twelve volt converter, and like I run like a car stereo on my tool bench, on my workbench, nice. and I installed the Exelon in my workbench. Speaking of your workbench, John, 
Speaking yeah. of your workbench, I have a project that I've been having trouble with, and I wonder if you want to take a stab at it. Well, you have to sacrifice a virgin on it. <laughs> That's fine. I can do that. <laughs> sacrifice one on so you can go and get 72 later. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. oh, God. Aloha snack bar. Uh, Aloha snack bar. I stopped drinking until tonight. Durka Durka Mohammed Jihad. And now we're drinking uh, tequila. Oh, wait, X, you're having tequila. You know, I'm realizing that I may be the bad influence on John because (laughs) he stopped drinking until I came along and came over to his house. You know, I I actually thought about it. Three weeks or two weeks ago or three weeks ago, last time you were on the show, you were drinking during the show. Mm. Mm. Well, maybe. Speaking of drinking, I need to refill my Irish. December December 26th. (laughs) I quit drinking December 26th. Oh, Oh, yeah. That was probably the last. Yeah. Now it's the 16th. And Uh, I was even thinking this morning when I woke up, I was like, you know what? This hasn't been that hard. I think I'll just go straight edge and I'll be one of those people. I got got the text. X comes over today. X comes over today and he's like, so... You want to work on your shit? I'm like, yep. So we worked on my shit. And he's like, hey, I'm going to run home and get some parts. We're going to work on my shit. All right, let's work on your shit. So we we worked on his. Nice. And then uh, I was like, well, you know, it's a pretty good opportunity to have some margaritas. We're going to be working on cars and shit. Laura mixes up a mean one. (laughs) Nice. This is only my second one. This is my last one for the night. Which brand are you on? I was doing Hornitos on New Year's Eve. And that shit was the bomb. Trace Generations. Oh, I haven't tried that one yet. Trace generations. And then she uses uh generations in English and then three in Spanish. Um <laughs> Tres Generaciones. Ah, okay. Aneros. Generaciones, yes. <laughs> and uh and she uses uh Patron uh triple sec. Patron does a triple sec too? Yeah. Oh no, I usually yeah. just do the Kuipers because that stuff's like seven dollars a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we go for the high end. We drink money. Uh, oh, the other I fun drink. part is okay, you half that and half um, either a Cointreau or a Grand Marnier. Yes, yeah, so we do yeah. we do the Grand Marnier and the Patron <laughs> and the Trade Generations. Yep. Yeah, I'll be it's, like it's, this, it's and I'll like be half, like, like half, yeah, half triple second, either half and half Grand Marnier, yeah. and then like equivalent amount of tequila. We make sure that our that our margaritas are flammable. Yes. The weird thing I found is even Salsa actually works as a margarita tequila. It's not terrible. I'm sitting there for like 13 bucks a fifth. I'm surprised at what the quality you get. All right. How about this? Y'all keep talking about your drinks. I'm going to go make myself a double milk. I got to go get the. Uh, I just heard my Keurig finish. So I got to <laughs> get my round. Are you just going to pour number two milk? In like a shot glass twice and then drink. Do you know what a double milk is? No. Anything no, that's, uh, any that's um <laughs> Yeah, it's milk plus. It's any that's a that's a, that's a, that's a clockwork orange reference. Is that like a gay thing? Because I don't no. want to know. No. Oh okay. all right. No, so that's a clockwork orange thing. Not my my reference is not the clockwork orange thing. My reference oh, is okay. uh is from um from uh US Marshals. At any drink, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, double milk for Mister. Uh, I'll eventually here, yeah. get it out before Drew starts talking again. Um, <laughs> the double, double milk, milk is <laughs> any milk, any milk drink that has alcohol in it. So, like, so if you do a white Russian, Russian a slide, or anything like that, is called a double milk. If it looks like milk, it's a double milk. 
It would look like chocolate milk, like a white Russian. So yeah, it's... I'm gonna go make myself a double milk. I'll be right back. <laughs> have a milk on happy time. Happy times. <laughs> Irish. <laughs> Cheers. Well, I, I, I think I did. I, I think I did a cider and um, mm. I think it's yeah. This one's a this one's cider and fireball. So it's like mm. extra cinnamon. Nice. Of course, now it's like, all right, yeah, to let it sit for five minutes where you're just going to freaking scorch your goddamn throat. That's what she said. Well, I'm proud of Ron. So, Andrew, where, where are you at? What state are you in? Irving, Texas. All right. So, yeah, just, just east of DFW Airport. Andrew flies big airplanes with people on board. Oh. Yeah, Embraer 175. So, that's, I don't know if y'all noticed my shirt. Nah, it didn't really show up. Uh, Lighting. Oh, there you go. Captain, gayest captain. Because I'm the captain, that's why. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really show up on this one. He's like, yeah, he's like, because yeah, I, I think with a darker color on the shirt, and it's like, it, it, like it's you, know, you got to get like really close. I'm just like, ladies, while you're down here, you might as well just, you know. <laughs> oh. Do you yeah, ever want him on this thing? You ever fly into like Dulles and Reagan and like hang out? Uh, yeah, them? fly into Reagan a bunch. And, uh, I'm not lately. I don't think I've flown into Reagan last winter was the last time. I want to say gotta be it's about about a year ago. Wow. Wonder why. Well, the other fun part was I spent like half of last year deliberately bidding reserve and because I'm super senior, I just sat at home the whole fucking time and they never called me. Mm. I was like, yeah, you make the same damn money and you don't have to go into work. Just don't drink that day. Yeah. But yeah, that wasn't such a bad gig. I'm sitting around all, all these guys are screwed and they're on furlough and they're not getting paid right now. I'm just like, thank God I'm senior right now and I'm not junior at one of the big carriers. Hmm. <sighs> I got a job offer the other day to fly uh, drones for government. Nice. And turn it down. Yeah. I, I, I thought about getting into that back when I was furloughed like almost 10 years ago, something like that. And I was like, I'm like, I'll take, I'll take anything where I'm flying for a living. It was, it was either that or play guitar. Mm. playing guitar did not pay the damn rent <laughs> didn't even pay my student loans <laughs> like nope i'm living at home with mom and dad and i'm barely keeping above water my student loans and i couldn't find a fucking the only real job i had for a year and a half on furlough was at home depot i worked as a package handler for during the christmas rush yeah you did yeah the whole freaking <laughs> whole freaking month man i was like you know sitting there going, right, yeah, moving amazon boxes all damn yeah, morning let me touch it dude yeah, um, yeah it's pretty pretty profound though to think, you know, like I just, I got a contact and then reached out to this company and they like, they're developing a heavy lift platform for the Marine Corps. Okay. Like, like bringing in ammo and shit and dropping it. And okay. I see. Like getting like, okay, you got troops like in a, in a forward deployed position. You got to get, you know, okay, here's a resupply drop. Oh, you're just going to bring it in instead of a parachute, just bring it in by drone. Yeah. They're developing a drone nice. for that. And I was going to be like, like flying that drone to like demo it for like government people and shit to nice. like buy it, I guess. And, and it was, was a contractor. Yeah. It was a contractor position. And I was just like, you know what? I just I need the fucking job security. Like that would be a dream yeah. job. Just oh, I just pay me to fly a fucking drone for a living. That's great. Right. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like I fly a drone anyway for a living. Like, anyway, but you do so a lot like, more than just the drone. Yeah, but like some weeks, some weeks drone. it's just drone. Do people are like you? I need you to come here and map my site. Okay. Okay, I'll be right there. Ring ring. Hello. Hey, can you come map my site? Sure. Ring ring. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> let me check the weather. But uh, I will say this John, after he did one of these, showed it to me. 
And when when they're saying map the site, it's not just like, you know, old school where you just take a really detailed picture and move them up. No. Motherfucker, no. this motherfucker. This motherfucker is doing motherfucker. a 3D map, topographical map with with overlaid, you know, perfection and imagery to where you can literally go down and hang out next to the bush and it's on the side mm-hmm. of your fucking hill and know exactly how many feet yeah, and within it's survey inches. Accurate. Survey within accurate. Center. Yeah, it's fucking insane the stuff that he does. Yep, but that's cool, and that's thanks to Trimble. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. They they fucking we use Trimble on all of our equipment anyway, and so the same file that we use to like have the equipment basically like it doesn't steer itself like you got to steer it, but it tells you it shows you where you need to be to grade like a road or whatever. Like that same shit we use with. The drone program now and we can compare the two so we know hey you got to cut exactly one foot and two inches from this area here that area there is okay and like i get that information to these crews with the drone so we work as efficiently as possible yeah i'm and, sure that saves absurd amounts of money it's twelve thousand dollars a year and the drones we use right now are just phantom four rtks and we use propellers arrow points um, all together, the system, yeah, probably thirty grand. No, I mean it saves them yeah. scads of money in right, being well, able to plan probably. and do it once. You know, measure twice, cut once, right? But instead well, no one, of yeah, measure twice, no cut really once, that. fuck it up, and then cut it again. <laughs> I knew it was going to get popular when we started. Just just as soon as like the first dirt crew figured out like how awesome it could be and like how much situational awareness they could have. Yeah, I knew it was going to take off, and it did. So now, like, it's to the point where they were like, you either stop doing, like, what you're doing, environmental stuff, and go to drones full-time, or, like, get out of the drones and keep your day job and then, you know, train people to use the drones. And so I'm just training people to use the shit. My day job kicks ass. Like, I still get to fly drones anyway. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) X, did you need to get smaller? I did. He shrunk. X is a very small human. Not really. (laughs) Oh, but you know what's cool? We put a fucking ladder mushroom. Go, go ahead, other, X. Go ahead. Other parts aren't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that why you have a very large truck? <laughs> Look, yeah. Oh, shit. There he is. See him crawling up the back of the truck on the ladder? <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually makes him look small. And I forgot his, his mushroom. His forerunner four is much smaller than his old truck. Yeah, the old truck was like. Maybe his, he was compensating. Yeah. His old truck was like, all right, what are you going to pull a house? <laughs> oh, Ron, this will yeah, trigger your ass. Run. Yep. I went uh, 75 early. miles an hour down Miniville day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. you son of a bitch. What, Drew? <laughs> fun, stuff coming into, yeah, fun stuff coming into DFW next year. WrestleMania is coming back to Dallas next year. Yeah. Cool. No one's allowed to be there anyway, so whatever. Uh, next year they actually in Texas they actually might have, you know, fun stuff here. It's like they might find yeah, Vince McMahon might finally be, you know, get the stick out of his ass. Like, hey, okay, people can actually show up and give him big bucks. Right. Can you imagine? Going, like, Vince McMahon doesn't like losing money either. No. No. And he is he is mega attached to Donald Trump. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. He lost a head of hair because of Donald Trump. <laughs> well, X remembers you remember when we went to the Sennheiser thing and we were trying to get home and we were yeah. in the fast lane and we couldn't go fast because somebody was in front of us uh, going slow 
I was not going slow. I was going five <laughs> over the speed limit. And apparently that was, that was way too slow. I'm like, you are not breaking the law enough. Get the fuck over so we can break the law some more. <laughs> what did we do today? We ran a yellow light. And I was like, dude, so I just sped up. So I broke one law to comply with another one. So Correct. I wouldn't run the red. Right. It's kind of funny. As long as your back wheels cross that line underneath the light. Yeah, I should have just like slowed down and just ran the red anyway at the speed limit. And yeah. Said, What's the difference? Yeah, it would have been no difference. Told to Hillary, what difference does it make? <laughs> what difference does it make? He's like, they're dead anyway, and I'm not going to get blamed for a fucking thing. What difference does it make? Nobody exactly. was there. It was just yeah, a lie. I, yeah, I could have fucking shot him myself. It wouldn't have made no fucking difference. Move along, sir. Yep. Oh, my God. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. Fuck. Okay, people. Nothing to see here. This weirdo that fucking stormed the Capitol with his face painted like fucking Braveheart with the goddamn the horns Viking. on with the horn, the Viking dude. Yeah, he got like he's got like twin Davy Crockett's. He's got one on each side of his head, like with his fucking mm-hmm. Jesus man. No so, mask. Funny story. That's a guy who gives zero fucks. Yeah, I think he's out of fucks to give. <laughs> story. I was he's out there. of his mind to give. I was sitting there watching live, and I the second I saw this guy. I pulled my phone out and I start recording and I start laughing, <laughs> laughing my ass off. Did you put it up on TikTok? <laughs> yeah, no. The fun part about all this shit was it went, it started going down right as we're boarding up in Madison to fly to Dallas. And I'm just like, okay, when I land in Dallas, like, okay, I'm going to have to see. And then I had a really tight turn to move on to, I think it was Colleen the next night or whatever. So I was like, I've got to figure out what the fuck's going on and like zipping through, you know, news apps trying to figure out what the hell was going down i was like okay i posted like boog yes rico boog <laughs> that was the last thing i saw i was just like okay now it's like it's just like okay like a couple hours later i finally get to my hotel and colleen that night and i'm just like <laughs> he's waiting oh, boog can we, can we boog? are we booging let's boog, boog? yes rico boog, boog. <laughs> that was no boog that was no yeah, and that's what i'm saying i get home and i was like i finally get to the end of the day and i was like All right, what the fuck just happened what and exactly that's why they down? keep like, using that fucking term insurrection i'm like y'all don't know what an insurrection no. is yeah. like if you have no clue See now, all they're saying is like this is how close they were to President or to uh, Vice President Pence, like they were gonna like capture him or kill him or something. <laughs> Bro, like, oh, they got that close to the Speaker of the House, motherfucker! I got a picture of myself standing next to the Speaker of the House after I flew his ass, shaking to his hand. Yeah, I shook the motherfucker's hand. It was like, yeah, it was like I met his Capitol Police detail. It was fucking four. De- it was minus four degrees in Madison when we're boarding up at four in the afternoon. I'm like, they're in the suburban sitting there outside the <coughs> fucking airplane on the ramp. I'm like, I'm doing my walk around. I'm like, I'm going to get this shit done so y'all can get inside <laughs> and not be freezing your cojones off out here. Get the fuck on my airplane and stop, you know, getting frostbite. Hang on. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll like, I met the fucking I'll speaker help, of the house. I'll help you out there, Drew. There's Drew. There you go. Nice. That was about three years ago. Oh, right after his, his son, actually, his teenage he son. Just, he looked just like an airline pilot. You should do that for Halloween. No, yeah. No, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna village people tribute band. Like, oh. <laughs> Seriously, I'm washing my hands in the goddamn pisser at, at the airport a couple weeks ago, and some guy asked me, "Are you a pilot?" I was like, "I hit him with that line," and he he didn't realize I was being sarcastic. <laughs> like, oh, you oh, because you, you kind of look like a pilot. I'm just like. 
Oh god. my god, dude! Really? You didn't you didn't get that I was yanking your fucking chain there? <laughs> That's awesome. That's what I'd be like. <laughs> nope, I'm a police officer. Looks like a pilot. Here's nope, your sign. I'm a Village People tribute band. I just dress like yeah. Here's like, your I'm on the sign. Goes, oh, because you kind of because you look like you're a pilot. I'm like. I'm <laughs> the massive smoking sections at fucking Dulles. And yeah. like these like little annex gymnasium sized smoke rooms. <laughs> yes. That were just like in a state of perpetuity hot box. <laughs> oh like, man. You're like the one at uh Nash or the one at Dulles in the B concourse, right? There's one yeah. there's only one now and it's all the way at one end. Oh. Right. And you go into that thing and it is like you said, it's just a hot box, right? And you can barely see the other end of it because you of all have the to smoke. light a cigarette, just walk in there and breathe for five minutes. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, he's, 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 he's like, I'm good with all the nicotine, man. Dude, I thought I was like, I, I had one like right before I got on a plane. I had one. I hadn't had one all day until because the flight was like crazy early, and I had that was like my first one of the day, right? And I get back there and I come out and I felt like I had smoked like two packs straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably stunk like it too. Oh yeah. Oh, you you reek like high heaven. Like it's yeah. I remember like, <laughs> when you can smell no, yourself. You can smell, like. You can still smuggle a lighter through security. No, that, that ain't happening. No. And then and now it's just, oh, yeah, you just, you just vape. That's like, yeah. they don't give a shit about that. I landed, they do because you have a lithium-ion battery. Well, as long as it's on your person and not in your check bag, they don't give a shit. Or was it was it Chicago or was it Pittsburgh? I landed somewhere, and I wanted to go smoke between my layover. I was like, well, shit, where can I smoke? Nowhere. Like nowhere, nowhere in that no, there is no smoking section in any airport. You got to go outside security to the yeah. fucking curb. So and I did like one section of the curb where they let you smoke. So I went out there and I had my cigarettes, but I didn't have a lighter. And then I like I just walked up to a trash can and there's like five <laughs> lighters standing up on top of the trash can. I was like, yes, this is America. There's <laughs> and leave it. Don't take it with you. Leave Don't it. take it with you. Leave it. Yep. Yeah. So I used it and then I put it back down. Like sweet, and I ran back inside. And Community lighters. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it, is, it is like pay it forward. It's like, don't be a jerk. Don't take the lighter. Use it and put it back. Like somebody at some point brought a lighter or multiple lighters to that location that couldn't get them through security and just they went left back out. And they're like, no, I'm just going to set this on top of the damn yeah. thing right next to the ashtray. It's the, yeah. the smoke. It's the trash. Yeah. The, the, the square ashtray shit. And, uh, yeah. That and you know, it's only a problem. Like the 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 cock weasel in that situation is the one who do, who brings the non bick. Mm. Whoever uses mm. that like that that one dollar bullshit from the dollar store, they're yeah. like, ah, fuck that guy, trash that, leave the bix up there. They'll they'll last for the next seventy two years. <laughs> You'll be able to <laughs> do. Like, oh yeah, then you can bring, I, I I have I have a Zippo in my check bag that I bring with me all the time. Of course, it's with me going through security as a pilot, and they let you get away with all kinds of shit. Mm. I was like, nope, I've had a I bring a Zippo on every layover and a fucking cigar cutter. I use the punch instead of the the, the guillotine mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, okay, the guillotine thing they might have an issue with. I'm like, no, I just bring the fucking, you know, punch. Yeah. Well, my punch, the one that I have for cigars, it's actually in a bullet. And you unscrew nice. the bullet and then the punch is inside. And okay. Punch. Mine looks like a little pen because it's got a little clip on it. Everything That's looks good. So sexy. You just hide it in your pocket and it looks like a pen. Yeah. John, mm. where did you get that? I want one of those. My dad, I think. My dad. Me. Yeah. I got mine from my dad. I inherited that one from one my dad. One year, it's a big secret. Sorry, mom. Dad bought me a box of cigars. <laughs> nice. And he gave it to me in secret and was like, don't tell me, mom, I got these. <laughs> but he got me a box of Cohibas. Hollow Point AK 47 Bullet Cigar Punch on Amazon. Nice. 
God damn. You know, like a lot of those punches are like what they call like a, it's like it's like a nine millimeter punch. I'm just like some of them are like, can't you just take like a piece of nine millimeter brass and just punch the primer out and then just put it on a key ring and then just, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, that punch, like it, it's made into like it looks like a bullet and shit. And usually things that are made into things that aren't Something actually like that, are, yeah. are cheap. But that punch uh, uh has lasted decades. That's literally and, a spent seven six two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they just poked so, a hole in it for a key ring. Yeah, mine was different than that. And mine it costs like eleven bucks. That's a very yeah, expensive. <laughs> I'm just gonna go poke a hole. I got, I got like ninety five spent shells in the other room. I'm just gonna make one. <laughs> I'm that one. You can make it for a dollar, right? I've got some seven. I buy that for a dollar. You want? I've got five, five, six <laughs> over there. That'll work just fine. Just chamfer the neck, and make it. Yeah. And I got a key ring that, as a matter of fact, I was about to throw out. It's sitting right there on the desk, right next to the five, five, six sitting on the desk. Out of that motherfucker, you see that? Yeah. No. What I'm talking about is okay. Take a take just the brass, punch the dead primer out of it, and then just like put like a little metal loop. I've seen guys do this with like bullet necklaces. Yeah, they didn't even except you don't mount a bullet onto it and just use the casing as the punch. Yeah. Yeah. Ron showed they didn't even bother like pushing the primer out. No. it's spent primer. It's just spent, it's spent primer. primer. You can see it. Yeah. Oh, Amazon. Yeah, you can get everything on Amazon now. Yeah, most definitely. This one is well, prime too. If you get pulled over with that in DC, you're probably going to prison for five years. Right. Because you know you can kill people with your cigar punch. It's a bullet. That was a fun thing. Is Moran? You remember the 300 Win Mag, the deer rifle that I brought mm-hmm. uh, to your uh, batch party? The, the only scoped rifle. Oh, no, like, no, no, oh, wait. Oh, that's right. God wait. damn it, oh, Drew. Wait, what did you guys do? Fuck you, you Drew. Fuck you. At your Fuck you. bachelor party? Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, is that what you did? Oh, because we, we wouldn't. Were know. We weren't there. Um, oh, snap. Yeah. We only Peter going. Hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been getting way. shit for this for six yeah. almost seven I years now. Seven years. I saw these epic photos of like some people having some good fun with firearms, and we were like, <laughs> "What the fuck? When was this? Are we uh, seven years, years ago? ago? Like April of 2014." All right, so you're the one not getting yeah. the joke now, Drew. They know this is this is them this is them being salty to me for seven years. <laughs> Still, we, uh, we saw all these pictures that were taken at Ron's bachelor party, where he had obviously friends that were better than we. His real friends, his real ones, the Jesus ones you know, that he didn't hang out with every day like we did. Um, those were the ones that got to go shooting. All right, mm-hmm. let me see if I can find a good one. Here. Still- mm-hmm. oh, hold on, Andrew, are you looking for a good picture? Is that what you're looking for to show us? Yeah, I was, I was trying, to find that, that picture of that oh, particular rifle. That picture. Trying to find a picture of that particular rifle. No, I don't. I don't. You know, in the pictures that I got on Facebook, no, I'm just getting my M1 and my AR-15. No, I don't have a good picture of that rifle. I don't think. Go fuck yourself, Ron. Did you have fun that day? Go fuck yourself. Well, we all had fun that day. You yeah, had to unfuck yourself, or I will unscrew your head and shut down your neck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys all had fun that day, since you're such great friends. Uh, well, yeah, I'm down, huh? have- <laughs> uh, yeah, but okay. So here, let me see if I can. Uh, <laughs> Any opportunity I get, Ron. I yeah. Will. 
That would have been my that would have been my one chance to go shoot a gun. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> my liberal friend here could have actually been turned from the dark side. But no. No. Yeah, it, we only we only chopped the fucking tree down with guns. Oh yeah. That would have been not fun. Yeah, no. That, that wouldn't have been fun at all. It's like, yeah, Ron, I already said it, so yeah. Yeah, also I'll, I'll, I'll put it up here in a second. Therapy after that. I would have needed therapy and I would have been scared. And or maybe not. Okay, one of the really fun part is I got to go track down the photo we had of the pile before we started that day. God yeah, damn. Yeah, there was was was, I remember. We, we staged everything at the hunting cabin on the front porch with all the ammo and all the guns that we brought that day. We just had a yeah. big picture of the before. I almost, I almost don't want to put this up because holy fuck, I was fat. Yeah, look at me, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was fat with hair. Yep. That would have been fun to be there with you guys. <laughs> God damn it. Drew, why yeah. did you bring this shit up? Fuck you. You know, at the time I had a Chris Vector, it would have been a lot of fun to shoot. God damn, he did too. The story I was Fucking originally talking hole. about with about the 300 Win Mag was the first time my dad bought the thing. I flew home to Austin uh, from college for Thanksgiving and we went, took it to the range and shot it. So I went and brought a couple of spare pe- spent pieces of brass with me in my backpack coming back to Daytona, going through TSA in Austin. Thank God this is in Texas, and the guy actually recognized what this was. It's like, oh, uh, it looks like bullets on you know the X-ray machine. And he's like, oh, it's uh, spent okay, yes. cool. He's like, dude, just by the way, <laughs> it was like a friendly tip from the TSA in Texas. We understand what these things really are. Yes. I can't say the same for the rest of the country. Correct. <laughs> Even yeah, in I, Austin, the People's Republic of Austin, at least the TSA agents recognize what a spent piece of brass is and that it is harmless. I checked right, a 1911, a 1911 45, a SIG. Very nice. And oh, nice. Yeah. Was, oh, you're fancy 45s. Like, okay, it's $1,200. That was the fun part is you get, you get Kimber and like, okay, we're going to go like bling bling, all these different models and whatnot. And then the CEO or one of the VPs or whatever who was at Kimber moves over to SIG. And then you start seeing the same trend. Well, this was a perfectly good model, and then let's just start throwing bling at it. And I'm mean, even doing this Equinox and the Eclipse, and I was like, "Oh, it's the same fucking package. It's the same thing. It's they look awesome, but I'm like, it's the same idea." And then they start doing the same shit at Kimber or at, at uh, Sig. They were doing at Kimber. All right, Mine John. Black nitride with a rail. It was pretty nice. It had a Wilson Combat Trigger. Nice. Well, it was pretty sweet. Anyway, so I checked I'm- it at Dulles. I got oh. claws. I got claws. Oh, claws in the leg. Oh, no. <laughs> Now you're bleeding. So I checked that thing at Dulles. Cat scratch fever. You know, walked me over to the security checkpoint. And I, uh, you know, so it's in my main bag, you know, in in a little Pelican case. And the TSA guy is like, well, what are you doing here? I was like, well, they said you're supposed to scan my bag. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, you got anything? Like, you're cool? Like, he's like, why wouldn't I be? I was like, well, there's a gun in there. He's like, really? And he like, he like, backed it up and he's like oh is that what that thing is and i was like yeah he's like that's frightening as fuck he's like well whatever you know y'all good to go i was like okay jesus christ we walked with smiles on our faces like down through our own personal security checkpoint which took no time to get through so drew is sending these photos right yeah and every time i look at one i'm like like grossed out as fuck because like, this is what i used to look like and this like, is yeah, how big and john weren't there <laughs> well no i mean it's just ron's looking at himself and how much change he has gone through 
over the past seven years. I'm sitting on it. He's Ron. You got to be close to 80 pounds heavier there. Uh, almost a hundred there. Almost yeah, yeah, 80 to a hundred pounds yeah. heavier there in that picture than you are now. Yeah. Ron has lost a lot of weight. Yes. Lost, I lost a total so far from my highest at 105. Damn. Hell yeah. Lost 105. But like, take that one. All right, hang on. I'll pull up two by side by side. But anyway, I was also going to talk about these numbers real quick. So remember I was talking about, you know, <laughs> excuse me, let me back, back it, back it up. Cause you know, we, uh, <laughs> you know, um, let's see here. Ah, here it is. So, you know, I remember I was talking about the numbers about only, you know, 0.02% of the world's population got this thing. Hi, Jonas. Try to get the headphones on them. There we go. Jonas. Oh, no <laughs> get the cat to go oh, out yeah. the headphones on him. Nope. Yeah, I would have brought one of the birds down, but I just put him to, to bed when I went upstairs. All right. So, so Xavier hates cats and he keeps jumping down <laughs> into Xavier's lap and like sticking his claws into him. And he's all sex nuts because you can see his puffy tail. He's all turned on. <laughs> Come on, give him the scratch oh. scratches right on the butt. Oh, he loves it. Do it. Scratches yeah. right on the butt, X. Right there, right here. There right you go. The right there. Right on right behind oh, right yeah. in front of the tail. You know that I only scratch on, on top of their head. <laughs> so we're talking about only uh 0.02% of the population of the entire planet gets two percent of those that actually get it passed from it, right? <clears throat> so take the numbers in China. Point zero zero six percent of the population caught it, you know, based on their numbers, of course, right? And five percent of the people that caught it there passed, right? But most of their folks over there, their average age is much higher than ours. Uh, and that's in the total in China to today. That's that's the percentage of their population to how many people caught it, right? Why does the US the third most populous country below India and China. And, and when I mean below India and China by, by a billion people have the most cases by 13 million or more than India. China's not even into the top 10, right? So we're guaranteed to be over reporting India though, as a country is one of the more truthful countries out there. Honestly, uh, they're one of the more truthful and realistic countries out there. They live in extremely dense conditions in that country in the, in the, the few amount comparatively few amount of uh, cities that they have compared to us. Right. Um, Drew just sent it to me so I can put it up big for the viewers. I, I gotta, hang on, it's, yeah. I got to see if I can try to find it. Cause it's not in my photo album on Facebook. Uh, by. <laughs> Oh, you send the pictures. Like, yeah, trying, yeah, trying to send the picture when it's on my computer instead of on my fucking uh, iPad. Yeah. So, so <laughs> okay, wait a minute. This is going to take a second. <laughs> so their country has a billion people in it. 1.3 billion people live in India. Okay. In that very truthful and very, very realistic country. Okay. Many and many of them are living in these extremely dense locations and they only have 10.5 million cases. Come on now. We have one third of that population, 330 million. And we have 10 times the cases that they do. They don't get very close to each other because they don't bathe. Right. (laughs) Also, growing up, they all ate dirt. So 
Yeah. If you lived in India, you're right. Y'all aren't racist at all. Curry. Curry. Sure. Dude, that's it. They just ate curry and it just evacuated their body and they're good. They purge. They purge. Gotta be something genetically or with their diet that makes them less susceptible. Uh, Either that or they're just not lying. I no, I, I think wouldn't lie. I think testing probably is not as um, as common as it is here now nowadays. Uh, but but we have, um, when I said they ate dirt growing up, I wasn't kidding. I meant like as a kid, you know, you <laughs> grow up, you play outside, you play in the dirt. Fuck yeah, I, mean, I sure hell did. You know, I was out I there fucking too. playing harpoon and shit. You know, growing up in a third world country. So yeah, um, very different uh, immune systems. Very agreed. Uh, you know, it, but here's the thing, like, like I was saying, you know, the, the not lying and the testing thing, they come out with all these new tests all the time, this new test, that new test. So we can test more people and test more people. Now they have proven that the, the newer tests are 60% ineffective. Mm. They're wrong. Mm-hmm. All of the rapid tests are, are completely unreliable as tests. The only test that the really thing that pisses me off is if this this disease is so dangerous and so you can catch it by being five feet from somebody if you're both wearing a mask and all this shit. But you got to scrape the back of my brain to see if I have it. Yeah, dude, have you have you been tested? Fuck no. Let me tell you, I my wife. No, and I'm not going to. My wife is, was, was tested because she had a medical procedure. She's, right. You know, I won't get into it, but the last test, let me tell you, dude, they, she had to sit back with her head back on, right. on the fucking thing. So you can't, you have no further, you know, you can't pull one of these numbers, mm-hmm. but they went straight in and it was like a straight in position and it probably went in like yeah. that far deep. They're literally yeah, they're, scraping they're your brain. Your fucking brain. I, I I was sitting there in a, like on the side watching. I'm like, the fuck? They're literally <laughs> literally tapping your brain with with. It's like it's, like, it, it's not deep throating. It's deep nostriling. <laughs> <laughs> You're deep nostriling a fucking Q-tip. Is what All right, this is this is what Drew sent us, so that John can say something. Yeah, okay, again, or how the day X, started. We had look at this going, How much is all this something. shit worth in today's ammo prices? Oh Jesus Christ! I'm looking at this going. All right, ammo today is triple what it was a year ago. Now, as you can see, there's a lot of blazer and stuff like that. So we got you know dollar store brand or whatever. But yeah, we get Fioki and blazer. There's some Fioki. Oh, kind of, well, some of it's Wolf, which is cheap. But I'm like, there's a shit ton of Remington and Federal in there. I'm just like, I didn't generally buy. I never really bought cheap brands of most of my stuff. So I mean, it's. <laughs> but you know, they, they still shoot, right? Oh yeah, they all shot just fine. They all shot just fine. Shoot another time, Rod. Yeah. Fuck you, God damn it, you fucking asshole. Yeah. We were doing hand thrown skeet, and Ron's trying to figure out how to shoot my damn shotgun. He's like, "Oh, oh that's right, you guys did skeet shooting also." Wow, that, wow. Was, like, that was fun. Holy shit! Maybe, Whoa, calm down, huh? Maybe you had friends that thought that was fun too. Hey, jack off, douchebag, ass f. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was a fucking driving up there. 
because I was driving up to the DC area from Tampa where I was living at the time <laughs> and I had a VW Jetta completely full of guns and ammo. I mean, he was like, a, he was a rolling old magazine. Old. Wait, you did. He was you, a Florida man. You drove from Florida. Who was living in Florida at the time? <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. All my all my license plates said Texas. <laughs> he was a rolling magazine. I, I I look at this going. I'm like I had every round of ammo and every gun I had. I had nine firearms to my name at the time because I just inherited all my dad's stuff after he passed away. Yeah. Well, I had all of that and all the ammo that he had also been stockpiling as well for different calibers that I didn't own. So I'm sitting here going, okay, I've got all of this shit in the car. I literally am like, okay, I've got enough room for a suitcase in here too, right? <laughs> it was it was tight squeeze. I, I was the most civilized driver ever going up by 95 that day. Because I'm sitting here going, if I get pulled over and there's no way to hide all this shit. Because I didn't have tinted windows in the car and the yeah. back seat's folded down. There's guns and ammo visible everywhere in this thing. He takes one look in the back seat and he's like, uh, sir? Where are you going with all this firepower? Oh, like DC National Convention. Yes, <laughs> DC. DC. <laughs> like, DC. The next question is, sir, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, none. None. That's why I drove exactly at the fucking speed limit all the way up there. I didn't stray over it once, and I'm just like, like I was getting like flipped off by everybody and their brother fucking passing me on the left. I was staying oh, in the right hand lane, except to pass the guys coming off the fucking you know on ramp. It was like what next? Blasting by me. It sounds like Monday's commute. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm getting flipped off on about every, every once, at least once every five minutes the whole way up I-95. <laughs> and I'm just like, nope, I'm not getting pulled over today. So, John, that was that was uh, a lot uh, a long time ago for me, right? Uh, I've grown up a little. No, no, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, you went there about a long time ago, folks. Listen to our shows from t- 13 years ago. <laughs> I didn't say I grew up like that. <laughs> Still an asshole. No, Ron, Ron, Ron has more money now, so he can do things. <laughs> he can do more things. Yeah. There you go, John. Yeah. Those all got lost in a tragic voting accident. Oh, yeah. That was, about, that was for the insurance. About three that's weeks ago. Google, that's a Google stock picture, you mean. <laughs> of my table out here in the hallway. I don't know, I don't know how you did that. <laughs> Lost them all in a boating accident. It was horrible. Yeah, it was, I wish I had insurance that would have covered that. I was like, nope. Yeah, it sucks. I couldn't fit all my uh, past, you know, firearms in the picture. No. I don't have any anymore, though. Get rid of them no, all. They're all gone. I'm a pacifist. But yeah, it's, it was Ron was trying to learn how to use my <laughs> trying to hit, you know, fucking clay pigeons with my damn 12 gauge. And he's like, how do you do this thing? And he's like, he's like, I pick up the first damn round. I shoot smash. Uh, yeah, you're such a he's like, no, like, there's no problem. Asshole. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Ron's like, I can't hit anything with this thing. What's wrong with your shotgun? I'm just like, I turned into gunny highway. I was like, ain't nothing wrong with that weapon. Andrew said, I hit birds every day when I fly. I'm used to this. I've no, I've I have hit a few <laughs> as I've had a few bird strikes. I hit three in one fucking sitting one time. Jesus Christ! Taking off out of Jamestown, New York, on the way to Cleveland. <laughs> Literally, as we're rotating, a flock of seagulls swarms the runway. We eat three of them. Yeah, there were there were bird guts hanging off the fucking airplane when we landed in Cleveland. <laughs> At least you didn't have to. Another time where I was, I I was landing in GSO, Greensboro, uh, North Carolina, and literally as I'm getting the ten foot call out from the radar altimeter, 
fucking mm-hmm. pelican takes off from the left side of the runway and commits suicide on my flap. Oh, oh. literally, it is like I'm like, oh yeah, I got this landing perfect, and I'm like, oh, I get distracted, split. I'm like, God 30, damn it, I plant the fucking thing. So when smash. a pelican hits your flap, the whole plane hears it, right? <laughs> I didn't hear it. I saw it. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't know. If you were back sitting by the wing, maybe you heard it. Because also, okay, the thrust is at idle at that point, so it's yeah, quiet. quiet. Theoretically, you would. But yeah, I, mean, I always hear when the flaps. Like I hear every little thing when the flaps. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, because you hear the, the 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 noise coming through the structure of the airplane. Also, okay, if you're if you're landing, thrust is all the way back, so you're going to get the least amount of noise. I don't know if you were sitting by the wing, you probably heard something. All I know is I'm like, I tell my FO, I'm like, yeah, I think we hit. I think that bird hit the freaking wing or whatever. And it's like, so he's looking around and like, yep, sure. Hell it hits the flap just outside of the left engine. We're there for two damn days. While they check. While the manufacturer and the company are on literally it's the company's on the phone to the manufacturer at, in Brazil. This is an Embraer. We're talking about so they're on the phone yeah. the factory in Brazil. Like, okay, here are like all the pictures of the damage. Can we ferry the airplane like this? And it's just a couple of scratches that had gotten through the paint and you could see the, the structure of the, the flap or whatever under the paint. So I'm just looking at this going, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm okay with going with it. <laughs> it's like, I'm the one whose ass is in the fucking airplane. I'm actually okay with going with it like this. Just, I mean, and it's like, guys, just put speed tape on it. Whatever the fuck you got to do. But it took two damn days that we're stuck in Greensboro. Uh, <laughs> it's like, this is like Friday afternoon. This happens. But finally Sunday morning we leave. Ah, uh, yes. Speed tape, metal duct tape. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, I will say you don't hear half the noises in first class that you did in uh in depends scuffle. on the airplane. Well <laughs> I just say, yeah, if you're if you're in like a triple seven three hundred, it's long as shit. <laughs> and you're practically in another zip code in first class from the guys in the tail. <laughs> no, it's, uh, what, what's the one that they banned for the longest time? The fuck, what was it? The plane? seven three max? Yeah, yeah, they just I lifted it. haven't flown on one yet because they they were only around for a few months in service before they grounded them all. I didn't get a chance to fly on one on a deadhead. Well, right it now. wasn't the max, but it was that whatever that number was. That's like United. Most of their fleet is that. Right? The nine hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's the I think the nine hundred is the stretchiest version they got. That thing is wild because it's so fucking long. They have to create higher landing and takeoff speeds because you mm-hmm. can't pitch up enough to mm-hmm. get normal lift off your wings so you gotta be flying really fucking fast to land and take off so you need long fucking runways for this airplane so you'll be doing better than 150 knots like oh we're talking like 160 knots mm-hmm. can take off and landing speeds in the sun bitch i'm like okay dude i'm i'm up and off at 130 knots most of the time in my airplane yeah. <laughs> it's heavy. they do get cranking yeah yeah it's like well it's, i'm sitting here we're that damn heavy i was like we just go flaps four and it's like holy shit yeah we're off the ground at 125 I used to fly. I take off out of Key West, you know, that shit. I'm like, yeah, we're loaded for bear. Taking off out of Key West with full flaps. I'm just like, nope, some bitch gets right up and off in a 5,000 foot runway. Yeah. Well, X and I both used to fly a lot, but before the pandemic, I flew a lot. And then it was like the second or third flight, I realized that I could, like, the company would pay for, they wouldn't pay for first. They'd pay for business, though. And then I could just upgrade the first for like 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'd always just upgrade the first. It's just it's quieter. People there like just want to chill. Better leg room, better everything. I mean, it's, yeah, it's bigger. It's like it's you actually could recline and not piss off the guy behind you. The guy in front of you could recline and not fuck with you. Like they take your jacket and hang it. Like it's kind of nice. So like, they treat you like you expect to be treated when you spend yeah. hundreds of dollars on a plane ticket. <laughs> right. <laughs> what I learned was if there was a couple of specific destinations. 
you if you have status, you will get free upgrades to first class. Nice. So I just flew there every time. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was a good time. First yeah. class is definitely where it's at. The only time yeah. I ever got like really good quality like that was I was coming home from Riddle when I was in at Embry Riddle in Florida. Came home on a red eye with Song Airlines. Uh, for oh, those yeah. of you who Delta, don't remember, back in songs, the day when Deltas had their had their low ramp. cost like ramp version of these guys, and it was on a seven five, and there was nobody on that thing from Orlando to Dulles, and there was like I think we. I think we just barely outnumbered the crew. Barely. Damn. Seven crew members total, you know, uh, including the cockpit. And it was like. Yeah, you're like four flight. It's like four or five flight attendants and two pilots. Yeah. And a 757, which can handle 200 ish. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we were all all over that place. Now, song, because they were a low cost version, they didn't have like first class business class, you know, so there was no class. It was all coach. So it was but, like Southwest or spirit or yeah. Yeah. yeah very it's, similar. It's, it's, everybody's the same. No matter where you are, you just in the front or the back. It's well, right. At first Laura and I flew Southwest of Phoenix and it was, yes, legit they have it now. Yeah. Well, Southwest has legit first class. Yeah. It's been too long since I've flown on Southwest. Well, they have business class, not first class. But even so it's something other than the, the normal bigger seats. You know, there's only two people in any row, blah, blah, blah. You know, forever. These were the size of first class seats. Yeah, they were nice. They're yeah. they're nice there. <clears throat> but here on this seven five that was all coach, it was, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got full rows. It's a three by three. We were all rowing at the same time through yes. the sky. Yes, it was glorious. <laughs> we got our own rows. Like full rows. Yeah. So, like you know, in the uh, seven fives, a three by three, and you're just kind of sitting out there, just lounged out, like ah, yeah. this is glorious. And then mm-hmm. I was like hitting on this girl that was from FSU across from me, and she just wanted to read a book. So, like I was hitting on her, and then she shut me down. And this other guy sitting over there, he was hitting on her, and she shut him down. And then one of the flight attendants came back. And that flight attendant was flamboyant as all fuck. She Dude shot floated him. down the aisle. Oh, sh- huh? Dude floated Ron, down the yes. aisle. Like, hey, baby, you want to join the Mile High Club? You know. She's like, I'm a flight attendant. And he's like, I know. <laughs> this flight attendant came down here flamboyant. I mean, it was like yeah, watching. We like, oh, this is a stereotype. Like, no, 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 no. I deal with flight attendants on a daily basis, folks. They do exist. So, so it was like watching. Was it was like watching Rod from uh, from Fifth Element, you know, uh, uh, Ruby Rod, Ruby Rod, Chris Rock. Except the dude was, except that dude, that character was actually straight, which is wild. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he comes down there, he's just like, "Hi, everybody," and it's like, you know, eleven thirty, leaving MCO, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, dude!" Oh my god, dude. <laughs> So he comes down. He's like, hi, my dear. How are you doing? He's like leaning on the chair. Like, how you doing? She looks at him like. He does it so well. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> She's reading a book like this. <laughs> Shields up, motherfucker. It's yeah. like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and at she that wants point, nothing to do with anyone else on this fucking airplane. <laughs> and that point, you know, like, uh, and it was total like Florida bookworm. I mean, she comes in there, you know, wearing a, a heavy sweater 
and jeans and Birkenstocks. I mean, I should have caught it as soon as I walked in there. I should have been like, yeah, don't even try. Just walk away. Just walk away. A different target, bro. <laughs> it wasn't a target rich environment, let me tell you. It's eleven thirty at night from Orlando on a seven fifty seven that had nobody like on it. Off your first semester at Riddle, so you're just sitting there going, I'll fucking I'll do I was like, I don't give a shit. Agreed. Agreed oh, too much. Hey, so I got a story for you guys. You fly um if you ever fly wearing a blue suit. Okay, like a couple of times I'd fly, you know, after my meetings, I'd be in a suit and fly home that way. Um, blue suits with a baby blue shirt. A lot of the staff, uh, the, the, the crew, mm-hmm. will think that you are, you know, crew from another flight. <laughs> and you do get better treatment. Let me tell you, I've learned this because I've done that before. I travel in uniform all the time, just, you know, for the same thing. And say, it's a lot of guys like, why do you wear your hat when you fly a lot? And I was like, yeah, because you get noticed by all the gate agents and they make sure your ass gets on the plane because, yep. you know, you stand out. It's like you're, you're trying to jump of. seat your travel standby. Okay, you're what space available and just, you know, I'll make sure you get on the plane because you get noticed. Exactly. And they're like, oh, yep, pilot. Yep, obviously. And it's like, it's every now and then, it's, oh, they don't notice the shoulder boards, but they notice the hat sticking up on the top of your head above the rest of the crowd. It's like, oh, pilot, make sure he gets on. Yep. I might just get me a hat. Just to have a fucking hat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hat and the shoulder boards and the tie and the ID and the wings. Like, you know, you know, yeah. Some people fly with just like what is considered legally a firearm, but isn't a firearm just to go through a different security so they can get through faster. They'll take like a flare gun, lower receiver that's serialized. And since that's a firearm, you're allowed to declare that as a firearm. And if you do that, then they will walk you down to your own security checkpoint. They will run all your bags through and you're through security. You don't have to wait in the fucking line with everybody else. And your bags are tracked. Yeah. And your bags are tracked. You no do shit. not leave your bags because you have a gun. A gun. Yeah. A little it's, trick. It's not like, okay. You're not, you're not checking it. Are you actually carrying it with you? No, you're checking. You're checking okay. a flare gun, lower receiver, but they yeah. consider that a firearm. And since okay, you you're talking, that, okay, checking, you're traveling it in the, with your check bags. Yeah, okay. yeah. So since you do that, then they track your bags differently, and you go through a different security checkpoint. You don't go through the security checkpoint with all the scum class. You go oh. through your very own checkpoint for gun owner. That's you get to go through the street check line or whatever they call yeah, it. And you're way faster. You're through that shit. You just sail through it. A lot that's, of people fly that's that way. new. I've checked uh, a serious amount of guns when I've traveled, and I've never had special treatment about it. They were like, "All right, check, you know, zip tie." You know, yeah, or you a story like Ben had when he was flying in Detroit and he was checking a gun. That was like, it's like look, the lady shouts out like to the whole fucking check-in counter area, "We got a firearm here!" And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah, not Dulles, dude. It was like literally. You go into like uh, your bags and say, "I need to check this firearm." They say, "Okay," and then you just like you need to see it. Yeah, okay, open it. Yeah, make sure it's locked. And then like fucking give you my little declaration thing. I fill it out. Yep. It in my gun. And they're like, "All right, well, you get to go down to the end." And so like you take your bag. They don't take it. You take your bag. Then at that point, you go to the end Ooh, of the fucking fire hose. Yeah, and then they fucking they they do a security checkpoint, and once they do that, there you are done with security. You just go straight to the fucking. Uh, last time I did it through Dulles, I when I checked in, they had to, uh, you know, they did the same thing you were talking about with the check in and the validation, and all that stuff, the de- declaration page, blah blah blah. Cool. Well, they took my bag, 
at you know after that i had the lock they made sure i had the key and they don't have the key blah 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 and leave and they take my bag and i went through regular regular check yeah no it's not supposed to work that way you're supposed to go through a separate separate security checkpoint ron next time you need to demand that you get your private security uh <laughs> secret checkpoint i will go hold on i have my comb over i can go full yeah. karen he looks like a cold-blooded stone cold killer look at that face oh no that's the i love you eyes a lot of cats always look like you just ask them to drive you to the airport (laughs) (laughs) am i wrong (laughs) that is not an incorrect statement sir I'm looking at that face right there. He's like, do I have to drive you to the fucking airport? Really? He's annoyed because he's annoying me. <laughs> Look at that tummy. Oh, yeah. It's Look a little, that. a little wee Bobby. Look, I'm smacking his belly. He fucking loves it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. He's a big slut. He's a big whore. He, he calls this cat a lot of strange things. Yeah. Listen, I'm looking at John's shirt on the yeah. hair. I'm like, keep your cat over there. Dude, you see this shirt? It was black. You see all the hair on it? Jesus, I can see that on a webcam. That's <laughs> saying something. Ron. I walk away. I leave Ron's house and I look like I'm just covered in cat hair and dog hair now, too. Oh, why? Why so goddamn loud? All right, there we go. Sorry. Is it Ron? I'm liking Sledgehammer as our as our intro and outro music. <laughs> like this version is excellent. It is a good one. It's gonna be fucking crazy. Hmm. Yeah, we need a sledgehammer. What's today's date? The 16th. Today's the 16th. Day is like, you know, the fucking kids get inauguration day off. Like that's a holiday. What? Shit. Nobody's like, going to this fucking thing. Right? Why do you get it off? You're not going anywhere. It's so you can reflect. <laughs> on your, yeah, on your sure. yeah, I do that every goddamn day. Can I get a fucking day off? Yeah, I what reflect on your stupidity. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna be fucking working on inauguration day. Do I get it off? Do I get Christmas off or any of these other holidays that everybody's you know nope. that really pisses me off is all these Mondays that all the fucking federal employees nope. get off and they still get paid by my tax dollars. I'm just like folks <laughs> <laughs> just saying I'm fucking working to pay for your goddamn day off. Fucking banks can be open on goddamn Columbus Day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to call it for the night. Well, I appreciate you coming out and hanging out with us right here on the Porch Factor on 7600thesquawk.com. If you want to call us during the off time, you can call at 833-441-2220. That's 833-441-2220 and leave a voicemail. We'll play with it on the air when we get back. So if you want to, you know, call up and do your French fried taters or something like that, have fun. We'll play it. <laughs> oh Jesus! If you're listening to this on the podcast planet, don't forget to come to seventy six hundred thesquawkcom and watch us live, and you can interact and and see our ugly mugs and the things that we put up and crap and shit and stuff and junk. But that's about it. All right, it's Sports Factor. I am Ron. I'm Drew. I'm John. I'm X. And we will see y'all, bitches, after the doom time of the twentieth. Peace out, Scouts.
Kind sir. Oop, stand by. Excellent work, sir. Nice. D- I, I'm totally digging that as our new intro and outro. <laughs> I just did it for I'm this show. <laughs> I'm fucking loving it. <laughs> it was like, I always love, okay, there's a great version of that song that he did on uh, stage in like, what's like, like 93 or something like that. And the chick who's singing backup for him is Paula Cole. I don't know if you remember her. I was typing, I was hitting too many things and I ended up closing the management program that I needed to be able to talk to you. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Oopsies. Uh, Yeah, we're out though, right? Yep. Yep, we's out. (laughs) So we're we're a little free to talk. Uh, Yeah, that version is awesome. There was a version uh, that he originally did, Peter Gabriel did in, I would say like 93 live. And he's got Tony Levin on bass who is yeah fucking dude who worked with the the guys from dream theater 